Microsoft lays off 10,000 people, and both 343 Industries and Bethesda have been affected. 343 seemingly hit hard, as well as particular teams and talent leaving and one big name leaving 343 has many people concerned about the future of halo and in the midst of these layoffs with only bethesda being owned by microsoft for about two years many are asking the question why is bethesda included on the list i'm going to break it all down for you very quickly we've got tweets from former 343 employees about the situation about the contracts about so many of the things that we have covered on this channel and discussed with the nature of what happened to halo infinite i'm going to show you those tweets we're going to break it down i even got an article from stanford about layoffs are they effective is this actually going to be good is this even a great way uh, to get a good result with respect to revenue and profit many people are going to say well the tech industry is doing this everybody's doing this okay fine but what will this do to these games that's the big question i'm going to put all of the information right here at the beginning so you don't have to go searching for it that way you can, you can watch this beginning part, decide whether or not you agree with me, leave a comment. Make sure and hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you don't miss my content. I'm regularly streaming Monday through Friday, and that's a great way to make sure you can interact with me. So, this does not bode well for the future of either of these titles, especially Halo Infinite. According to Jason Schreier, Microsoft won't share specific numbers, but several employees have told me that 343 Industries was hit hard. This comes in the wake of a long-running hiring freeze and a lot of contractor departures. Now, keep in mind, they did the hiring freeze after it became known that about half of the staff at 343 was on a contract and the 18-month policy from Microsoft created a whole bunch of challenges. You're basically using an in-house engine, you got to bring people in and train them, and then 18 months later, they are leaving. And if half of your staff are on contract, that poses a significant problem. And if you do a hiring freeze, you're not replacing any of the people that were leaving. And they are now looking at laying off what were likely full-time employees since the contractual employees will just sort of naturally fall off. The campaign team apparently got hit the hardest, according to Bloomberg and Jason Schreier. It sounds like 343 Halo Infinite campaign team got hit hard. And an email to staff studio head Pierre Hintz wrote that, quote, we've made the difficult decision to restructure elements of our team, which means some roles are being eliminated. Other sources are also corroborating this, that that's who got hit the hardest. Uh, Lordsofgaming.net said, according to our sources, at least 60 people at 343 Industries have been laid off this morning from the Redmond, Washington-based developer. This is a significant portion of the workforce, which at its peak employed over 450 people. Keep in mind, that is at their peak. They're probably significantly below that now after all the contractual employees left, after the hiring freeze. There, I don't even know if they're above 300 employees at this point. The layoffs are said to be across the company. However, they are heaviest towards individuals working on the single player side of the studio. This means that future plans for content, DLC, add-on stories, according to Joseph Staten, when this game was sort of in its marketing phase, you were going to be going out and doing future story missions as your Spartan. Those plans are likely shelved at this time, if not 
not the entire game of Halo Infinite because Joseph Staten is also gone, but he's moving to Xbox Publishing. So in the wake of 10,000 layoffs, you're not laying off Joseph Staten. This guy actually got the dadgum game out the door. You want to keep him. He's a talented guy. He's a veteran of the industry. According to Jason Schreier, Joe Staten, who joined 343 in 2020 to steer Halo Infinite toward the finish line, is leaving the studio to rejoin Xbox Publishing. Bloomberg has learned. So they're maybe promoting him. Maybe it's a lateral move. I don't know. All that matters is Joe Staten ain't at 343 anymore. Now, you could look at this optimistically and say, maybe he got everything as good as it's going to get, and it's on track with the new management. It's time to remove him. But you could already look at this pessimistically and say, this is bad for Halo's future. This is bad for Halo Infinite. It seemed like Joseph Staten had the vision needed to keep Halo relevant, to keep Halo moving in a good direction. Now, this is more than just 343. According to Tom Warren from The Verge, HoloLens, Microsoft Edge, the marketing department at Microsoft, 343 Industries, and Bethesda have all been included, which we already know with 343, there are problems. We're going to get to those tweets in a moment, and that could be bad for the future of Halo, but why is Bethesda included? I, that's, the, that's the question that I have. Like, I can list reasons for all of the other layoffs. I can list reasons for HoloLens, Microsoft Edge, and 343. But Bethesda, y- you've owned them for, like, what, like two years? They've got two games coming out this year, and you're laying people off? This is supposed to be the year for Microsoft, I figured you might leave Bethesda alone in this situation. Probably doesn't feel too good to get purchased and then two years later have people getting laid off right before Redfall and Starfield launch, right before you do your big January 25th Xbox showcase, before you do your Starfield showcase. Now, I've got possible theories about what will come in the wake of this, okay? What will come in the wake of this? I think, number one, the most plausible theory, Halo Infinite will be end of life very, very soon. I'm not trying to be a doomsdayer, but I don't see a promising future for Halo Infinite. Even in the midst of having employees, even in the midst of having a content plan, I kept saying, it's time to end this game. It's time to start over. New engine, maybe even a new company. I'm not trying to throw shade at 343 in the midst of layoffs, but this project was so grossly mismanaged. More on that when we look at the tweets from the former employees. Shrinking below 400 employees, maybe even shrinking below 300 employees after a hiring freeze in the year that you're supposed to rebuild Halo Infinite feels like a death sentence. Losing Joseph Staten looks like a huge shift in priority and importance. This guy's solid. Let's get him off the sinking ship. Primarily losing team members from the campaign team also sounds like future content plans have been shelved. You wouldn't shrink the team that's supposed to drive one of the major aspects of this game's ongoing nature. You went open world, you said there'd be continued stories, you had all these cinematics. I doubt those things happen at this point. Tyler Owens, a build engineer at Apex Legends who formerly worked on Halo, had the following to say. As a Halo fan, I'm really tired of Microsoft business practices and policies slowly killing the thing I love. Between the contracting policies they abuse for tax incentives and layoffs in the face of gigantic profits and executive bonuses, they set Halo up 
for failure. Now, he's not the only former employee to get out a bat and swing it at Microsoft, their contract policies, and the way that this franchise was handled. I'll read more of those in a moment. 343 at this point could be completely repurposed for quality assurance on other titles. Maybe the pending ABK deal, Activision Blizzard King, maybe pending that deal, they say, listen, 343, you're going to be quality assurance on a call of duty or something. That was something my producer suggested a long time ago, and I laughed, but it's becoming more plausible that they're going to shrink this studio down and completely repurpose them and just EOL Halo may be indefinitely. Halo may be completely done as a franchise as we know it. And I know that's terrible to think about and terrible to say all the people that work so hard on Halo Infinite in the midst of terrible management, atrocious policies from Microsoft. It's got to be pretty depressing to sit on the edge and look at this game potentially being killed by all of the terrible decisions that have been made up to this point. The other thing that is potentially going to be happening this year is Starfield and Redfall are now on thin ice. All eyes will be on Starfield and Redfall, both to prove that Xbox is okay, but also to see if they can launch well after having layoffs. The promising reality is that both of these games were close enough to the finish line. This should be a minimal effect on the project. There should be, they should be minimally affected by this. This should not be a major deal for Starfield and Redfall. They're very close to delivery, so these layoffs hopefully will not have any reverberations within production or finishing the product. But this creates added pressure for them to carry the platform and the image of Xbox. 2023 is now a very strange year for Xbox. You have big titles and a potential big acquisition after Microsoft lays off 10,000 people, which somebody on Twitter estimated that the employee count of Activision Blizzard King is 9,800. That's just under 10,000. So it's hard not to look at that and see a really, really sad twist of irony that you're about to spend 70 billion to acquire 10,000 employees just after you laid off. 10,000 employees and I've continued to tell people if that deal goes through look for layoffs and look for studio closure they're going to get rid of redundancies they want return of investment on this acquisition and one of the best ways to do that is to lower your production costs almost immediately with Starfield being one of the new flagships of the of the of the platform it's like what would you do to Bethesda why did you have to do layoffs at Bethesda another Starfield delay could result from this, which is why it won't be at the showcase on January the 25th, and probably maybe why that was pushed later for marketing purposes. 343 lost employees after a hiring freeze. Currently, this is this is something to give you a little bit of hope. Currently, there are 22 open jobs for Starfield, so that's a slight silver lining here that Bethesda is still in a position of growth hiring and they didn't they didn't like lose all their contractual employees then do a hiring freeze and then experience heavy hitting layoffs Bethesda is currently hiring so that again can give us a little bit of hope about Starfield and Redfall now the last thing to think about is what about all the other developers under Microsoft like what about the coalition what about Ninja Theory we don't know the count right now of how many other studios were affected and by how much I can again make perfectly good sense as to why 343 got hit really hard, and it's unfortunate 
the people that were laid off are likely not the reason that Halo Infinite launched in the way that it did. All current devs under Microsoft could be massively affected by this. This goes back to what we said the other day, and I'm going to say it again. Rather than spend $70 billion acquiring Activision Blizzard, invest in your existing studios, Microsoft. Do what Sony has been doing. We already saw Bluepoint tweet. They're hiring. They're like, hey, anybody affected by this, we're hiring over here. Instead of spending this amount of money acquiring a a portion of the gaming market, invest in what you have now. Invest in your properties. Quit killing franchises and studios. What are you going to do? Buy ABK and do the same thing in seven years? Foreclose a bunch of those studios? Shut them down? Lay them off? And then what? Try to buy somebody else? This is embarrassing at this point. Look at the money these execs are making. This doesn't need to happen. We'll look at a Stanford study into the efficacy of layoffs and why they even happen. They're traditionally not that effective. They don't do what you think they're going to do. It likely helps a handful of board members and shareholders get a little bit more money. Well, not even in the immediacy. It kills share value. The situation at 343 is as bad as we thought. Okay, it's as bad as we thought. So now I I, got to transition here. We we, got to look at these tweets because we have been saying for months I've been accused of being a hater. I've been accused of being a Sony fanboy. And we've continued to say when we looked at the Jason Schreier article about 343 and half the staff being on contract and having to walk out the door every 18 months, we mentioned that again recently when we covered Fable. There's concerns about Fable using an in-house engine and the contractual policy causing a problem. And now we have numerous ex-employees speaking out. I dare you to call these people liars. I dare you. Patrick Wren says the layoffs at 343 shouldn't have happened and Halo Infinite should be in a better state. The reason for both of these things is incompetent leadership up top during Halo Infinite development causing massive stress on those working hard to make Halo the best it can be. It starts and ends with the leadership. Those are the people that should be fired and laid off not the people down further at the company. Patrick Wren went on to say, the people I worked every day with, wrong scene, the people I worked every day with were passionate about Halo and wanted to make something great for the fans. They helped push for a better Halo and got laid off for it. Devs still there are working hard on that dream. Look at Forge, be kind to them during this awful time. It's really unfortunate to see a great franchise, an icon, fall so far down the stairs. And it's leadership's fault. We have consistently said this. We've consistently said it's not the engineers. It's not the developers. It's not incompetency. It's crappy leadership and a horrible Microsoft policy about contracts. People start weighing in on the contractual situation. We'll get to that in a moment. Right here, this guy who used to work on the project, who used to work at the company. Don't forget the heavy reliance on contractors or vendors and the messed up system, though I know that's more Microsoft. I would have loved to stay on the team if I could have and worked my way up. Still one of my favorite jobs I have been at. 
this is your legacy Microsoft people that were passionate about the project people that wanted to stay on and make the game great getting walked out the door by a one-size-fits-all contractual policy so you don't have to pay people benefits this is your legacy this is why your games suck Like, not holding back, okay? We've been preaching this for a while, and now the ex-employees are speaking out, and good! They should be speaking out. Microsoft should see their policy about contractual workers is acidic to creativity and game creation, and it's why their games stink, it's why their studios are shrinking, it's why they're having to buy ABK instead of launching their own good games. Even if they have a couple of good games this year, it's because they bought them. It's because they bought them. Any good games from Bethesda this year were already in development before Microsoft bought them, okay? They don't get any credit for that. This guy also works, says, yep. He's replying to somebody saying, the contract stuff is a whole other can of worms that pisses me off. So many amazing people and talent that just disappeared. We've been saying this. This is what Microsoft does to studios. This is what Microsoft does to property. This is what they do. They're, that's what their policies do. You, you, you have people that worked on Halo Infinite finally speaking out. It probably kills them to watch this happen. They're all working at other companies now. Most of these guys, a couple of these guys are a respawn and Apex Legends, right? Here's another one. Thank you for speaking up about this. As someone who was in Xbox Research and the Xbox Ambassador team, I never feel like I can speak about my professional experience. Thank you for standing up. Gee, I wonder why those little developers that spoke out about the weakness of the Xbox Series S, I wonder why they went private on Twitter. You have somebody who worked in Xbox Research and an Xbox Ambassador team being like, I felt like I could never say anything. This is the beginning of the threshing floor for Xbox. They either come out on the other side of this better with policy changes and better practices or they will die. There's no future for a platform that does this to their games. There's no future for a platform that does this to iconic, extremely successful franchises. There's no future for them if this is what they're going to do. All eyes on the ABK deal, all eyes on the Activision Blizzard deal, the regulators should be considering exactly what's being drawn out into the public right now. They should be looking at this and saying, should we let this company buy a portion of the market because they don't seem to have a fantastic track record at this point. So my point is, and my case, don't let them buy ABK. Let them dig themselves out of this hole by fixing policies, reinvesting in their existing properties and developers, and get the work done. If you can't, then get off the field and let the people who can do it. That's my show open. And I'm hot because we have been saying this for a very long time. So good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. That's an 18-minute show open. We did so much research. We looked at so many tweets. I couldn't believe, I could not believe the stuff that I was seeing. I couldn't believe it. It was like every time I looked at a tweet, I was like, here's another one. Here's another former employee. Here's another former employee saying it was bad. It was terrible. People always had to leave. Like, no wonder Halo Infinite's terrible. No wonder. Is is anybody curious? Is anybody scratching their head? Like, oh, gee, I can't believe that, uh, that, that, that Halo Infinite was bad. We've been saying this. 
Ever since I read that stat in Jason Schreier's article, I said, this sounds like an absolute disaster. Sounds like a disaster. And I got so tired of being called a fanboy. It's like, these are facts, man. These are facts. I offended at you being a fanboy. I now see you're speaking truths. In your opinion, what should us as Xbox gamers do moving forward? Man, I gotta tell you, I don't I don't have a good answer for you, brother. I don't have a good answer. Hang on, I gotta see what y'all are saying over here on the Tiki Talk. Already 3,000 likes over here. I don't interact with chat during my show open, so thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you guys so much for watching on YouTube. Smash the like button. Get us to uh, 200 likes. We should easily have 200 likes. Let's get the sub goal up. Who wants to be our first member today? And who wants to be our first member? Uh, coffee order. I'm trying to log in to my coffee order uh, webmail. There we go. There we go. Who wants to be the first coffee order? Who wants to be the first member? Hit those buttons. Support the show. We do extensive research whenever we cover stuff like this. That's why I knew I knew it was only a matter of time before I was proved right about all of this. I knew it. I, 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 sh- I just took the hate on the chin. I took all the criticism on the chin. I was like, I know time, time and truth are undefeated. They're undefeated. Time and truth are undefeated. I was like, with enough time, this is all going to come out, bro. There's no way. There's no way this was a one-time deal. There's no way that Halo Infinite is some sort of an exception to the rule. This is Microsoft's gaming legacy. One month from Kunal. To be honest, Xbox would go away if Microsoft decided to pull the plug on it. Um, let me, somebody said something about mm, me being a fanboy. I I don't know if they were complimenting me or or which. I'm not sure. I was, I'm trying to read everything you guys are saying. I'm freaking wound up. I am so freaking wound up, bro. I like, like, I could not believe it when I was reading it last night. Couldn't believe it. Sony's about to suck up more talent. The 18-month contract thing for devs makes me worried for future Xbox titles. It should! It should. Like, somebody asked me what you should do as an Xbox fan. I don't don't have a good answer for you. What do you mean? What what, what are you going to do? You can't really talk with your wallet. They're not launching any games. I mean, well, you cancel Game Pass. I mean, that's not going to do a whole lot. I mean, I'm not all for, like, boycott. Let's boycott. Let's catch all this stuff. I'm not talking. That... Who cares about that? That's 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 almost immaterial at this point to the discussion. You're not a fanboy. You're just assessing corporations correctly. I just shared the sales numbers of each Halo. It seems Halo 3 was the peak of Halo and not even Bungie was able to capture the success again. I hated 343's direction for Halo in 4 and 5 but actually enjoyed Infinite a lot, says Coolspoon. I wish the armor unlock system was different. I don't like that it's free to play and I know it's unstable but I think Infinite in terms of gameplay and story was such a better and closer classic Halo than 4 or 5. Yeah, but that has nothing to do with the state of the game. The state of the game is why the game was so poor, Coolspoon. Glitches, bugs, a crappy battle pass, a crappy store, like... It does none of that matters. Like your 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 opinion on Halo Infinite versus the history of Halo and did Halo peak and did franchise fatigue settle in on the gaming community and is that why Halo will never really truly be Halo again? That doesn't really have any bearing on the fact that they launched a turd. They launched a turd, bro. 
Thank you so much, Roger, for an entire year of support. That's a nice membership milestone. Wanted to say the Frickmas Blend is now my favorite. Thanks for all the great content. There's somebody telling you how good our coffee is. Get an order in today. ReforgeRoast.com Good site, but like D... Uh, I think it'd be better for Halo if they went a little less serious. This isn't even about whether or not Halo can be Halo again. Like, I don't even know if Halo will survive this. The instability and lack of content, even though they said it's live service, killed it, though. Well, right, Cool Spoon. I I, I felt like I was just reading a, you know, a, a, a lengthy explanation for why you think Halo Infinite's not that bad. That's Again, that's, that has nothing to do with the conversation. Conceding at the end that it, it's instability and lack of content killed it. We're talking about Microsoft, man. This has more to do with Microsoft. Like, if you're looking too microcosmically at this, if you're looking at, like, Halo and, well we just need a battle royale or a better battle pass no bro no like this is the result of policies and 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 ideas about how companies should be run that isn't working it's not working the, the, listen the layoffs are honestly a tangential reality to what i'm saying the layoffs were the catalyst to people speaking truth they were like alright I'm sick of being quiet about this it's Microsoft's fault is what they're saying you see what I'm saying you're down here on the ground trying to like move little sticks around no 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 no. look up at the forest right don't miss the forest for the sticks on the ground the people that worked on Halo that are no longer there they're like, it's all on Microsoft and 343 leadership. There was at least two people that said the leadership was just atrocious. So the so the layoffs, I mean, the, the, look, there's an article right here. This this is this is a phenomenal article from Stanford News. Why are there so many tech layoffs and why should we be worried? A Stanford scholar explains. So this guy, according to his research and looking at it, layoffs aren't even effective. They're contagious because board members are like, well, everybody else is doing layoffs. Maybe we should do layoffs, right? And then he analyzes when Southwest refused to do layoffs and all the other airlines did do layoffs and how Southwest flourished and grew because they refused to do what everybody else was doing. The guy said, listen, uh, when, it, when, when this sort of thing happens, one of the best things to do is push. When, you're, when your competition is retreating, you keep going, right? The CEO of Procter & Gamble said the best time to gain ground on your competition is when they are in retreat, right? Every airline except Southwest did layoffs. By the end of that year, Southwest, which did not do any layoffs, gained market share. A.G. Laffley, who was the former CEO of Procter & Gamble, said the best time to gain ground on your competition is when they are in retreat. When they are cutting services, when they are cutting their product innovation, that's the time, like with layoffs, you know, you lose innovation and creativity with layoffs. You lose innovation and creativity when staff members are walking out the dadgum door every 18 months, Microsoft. James Goodnight, the CEO of the software company SAS Institute, has also never done layoffs. He actually hired during the last two recessions because he said it's the best time to pick up talent. You hearing this? 
this is another corporate level decision from Microsoft that I think is going to have detrimental effects on the gaming division detrimental the talent will get scooped up and hired up by other studios hey our first order of coffee uh, two bags of Frickmas to Kessel thank you so much I don't know if I've ever had that name on my screen before for a coffee order thank you so much Garrett Green hitting a five-month milestone, laying off 10,000 people at the same time as trying to gobble up a $69 billion company. Chaos, thank you so much for renewing. Chaos Marks with a 343 tip through Super Chat. The truth comes out. It always does. It always does. Truth and time are undefeated. They're like trains that you can only slow down. Hey, what's good, Gamer Advantage? The the, the glasses, I think, are going to be here Friday. Gamer Advantage is sending me some new glasses. They'll be here Friday. Today, I'm wearing the Infernos. I think these are the, the, these, are, these are the most popular ones, right? Yes, Frickmas is the best, says Goddess. Thank you so much for that, uh, that kind word over there. Listen, if you're tuning in for the first time ever to my show, I keep it safe for work. I get fired up. I get passionate. But I'm telling you, one of the reasons... I'm so fired up today is we covered this so many times and I always got told I was wrong. I always had people telling me I was being a fanboy. I always got told that every company does contract workers. This is not a problem. And now the truth comes out. The truth comes out. We're looking at a pattern. And when I covered Fable the other day, this was this was exactly exactly what I was worried about this is exactly what I was worried about this is a, this is a company wide thing it wasn't just unique to 343 it's a Microsoft level problem and I've continued to say whenever this has come up I've continued to say whenever this has come up I said listen listen if Microsoft would just get rid of this rule for their gaming division it would really really help it would really help because you'd get staff members onboarded, trained on your engine, and then you'd keep them until the project was done. Something happening with Fable 4? There are there are rumors and leaks about engine trouble. They're using an in-house engine, and then people started speculating that there's going to be problems with the in-house engine training if they're continuing with the 18-month contractual rule. So Microsoft only lets contract employees stay on for 18 months, so then they don't have to pay them benefits. Because of that, you onboard somebody, train them on your pipelines, your processes, and your engine, and then 18 months later they leave, and then you cannot rehire them for six months. So, we had multiple 343, former 343 employees say it was terrible. They saw talented people and teams disappear into thin air. There was a guy that's like, I wanted to stay on until the end of the project. I was passionate about the project, but I had to go. I had no choice. That's the problem. It's going to ruin the game. Right. So it's like, this means any studio under Microsoft's ownership has to abide by this. This is another reason to be against the Activision Blizzard acquisition. We do not want Microsoft to own Activision Blizzard with this policy in place. I. It would be terrible. 
Can you imagine the size of Activision Blizzard, the number of contracted workers that are working on, like, I don't know, Call of Duty right now, suddenly coming under this 18-month contract policy? What would that do to efficacy? What would it do to efficiency? Did they start this at Bethesda yet? No idea. I'm for the deal. TBH just changed policy. I don't feel like debating the deal with you, but this is a very, very good reason to be against the deal. This company does not do a good job with its ownership of gaming uh, gaming companies. They don't. Why would we hand them a whole portion of the industry? Hey, good to see you in the chat feed. I see you in the chat. If Microsoft treats Master Chief like this, what on earth will they do to every other game? Yeah. Look what they did to your boy. Seriously, Xbox fans, look at what they did to your boy. And you're like, oh, I'm fine with them owning other property. Master Chief's bleeding on the ground. Master Chief is in a shambles. Your boy, your icon, your your platform defining game is on the ground. And you're like, no, I'm totally fine with them owning all these companies and all these other properties. They don't seem to give a flying frick about Master Chief and Halo. What do you think they're you think they're gonna give a hot snot second about any of the other platforms and content out there? Call of Duty and Diablo. I don't know what a hot snot second is. I just made that up. Loney, it's not good. You and some of the chat uh, have worried for a while that the 10-year game might not even make it three years, and here we are. Yeah, Halo Infinite was supposed to last for 10 years. It was supposed to last for 10 years. This is why Microsoft has no solid first-party titles. Yeah, Look look at their legacy. Look at Microsoft's legacy right now as a gaming division. Look at their legacy. Always in third place for console sales for like over a decade and no big successful first party titles outside of like what? Forza Horizon 5? Do they have anything that's been massively successful? And 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 even then, even then, I, Forza Horizon 5's creative director just left. Look at the pattern. Look at the pattern. Nobody wants to work under Microsoft ownership. They just keep losing creative directors. Halo Infinite's been through three creative directors. Rare, the team behind Sea of Thieves, is making Everwild. Their creative director is gone. Gears? Playtale Requiem was not a first-party title. And Gears? I don't know how well the last Gears did commercially. I, I don't know how well the last Gears did commercially. You left to go to Microsoft? You goofball, you honestly think you're going to educate me on people leaving and what they're doing? Joseph Staten was not the creative director. No. Halo Infinite's been through three creative directors over the past, like, six years. And Forza Horizon 5's creative director just left. Rare's Everwild creative director left. Apparently, the Initiative's Initiative's creative director left. Rumors are that the Fable creative director left. Yo, a $2 tip from Richard. Day two of you being too gangsta. Thank you so much, Rip Xbox. Kaiser Soze. Kaiser Soze. Four months and it's a VIP. Changed my name from Kratos Lono, just an FYI. Oh, wait. I Aren't you Kaiser Soze? Didn't you used to have a picture of your face with like glasses or something? 
Rissick with a $50 super chat tip just because of the great work you're doing. Rissick is always so generous. He gifts members. Maybe he'll bestow some love on you guys today if you're nice. You got to behave, chat, or Rissick won't do it. Thank you for a $50 super chat. We are one subscriber away over here on the tick. Uh, if you guys want to do that, hit the star button. You get a badge, you get emojis. Yeah, because you obviously don't got to use clickbait and you know everything. I tell you what, I don't have, I just don't have patience for people like you anymore, right? I don't. You come in and all you're going to do is disrupt chat and accuse me of clickbait. Imagine staying in a stream that you said is clickbait. People that say I'm doing clickbait while staying in the stream, you're just too stupid to have a conversation with. If I clicked on a video and thought it was clickbait, which means I got baited into clicking and didn't get what I want, I'd leave the video, not hang out and have a conversation with the person. You know what I'm saying? But I have more than two brain cells to rub together, so... Clickbait as usual? Yeah, you can go too. You're not allowed to stay here if you can't just have a conversation. You're allowed to disagree with me, but if you're just going to accuse me of clickbait, dude, find somewhere else to hang out. I think the Series X is awesome, but Microsoft really isn't giving you reasons to buy one. The Playground director director left because he got a new opportunity to further his career. This is very common, LOL. Jake, (laughs) listen. If one creative director leaves, do you honestly think I would mention that as a compelling reality? Right? You, do you 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 followed me for a while, right? You, you have a gold badge. Do you honestly think Forza Horizon 5's creative director leaving? I'm like, oh, it's a smoking gun. Or, or do I mention it in a long list of creative directors who have left from completely different teams and projects? You're saying his leaving isn't like the others? I'm glad that you know him personally and can speak for his motivations and why he left. We don't know why he left. All we know is there's a long list of creative directors leaving the company. Yes, his is different because Forza Horizon 5 has already launched, right? Or he was the director of 4. In any case, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Forget that point. Forget that point. There's all these other creative directors that have left. Like, that was the point that I was making. You want to drill down on one director and argue that finer point? That doesn't, that doesn't prove anything. What about all the other creative directors? What about all the employees speaking out about it's terrible to work under the policies at Microsoft, right? Former 343 employees weighing in. The layoffs at 343 should not have happened and Halo Infinite should be in a better state, right? The people I worked with every day were passionate about Halo and wanted to make something great for the fans. This guy, former employee, don't forget about the heavy reliance on contractors and vendors. I would have loved to stay on this team if I could have and worked my way up. This You got a guy here passionate about the project and the job and Microsoft's policy walks him out the door after 18 months. Right here, this guy, another employee. Yep, agreeing with the first guy. The contract stuff is a whole other can of worms that pisses me off. So many amazing people and talent just disappeared. That's Microsoft's legacy of game creation right there. Like if, if I'm if I'm Phil Spencer, I am I am on my knees 
at Microsoft corporate saying, you absolutely have to let us get rid of this policy. We need to be able to walk out into the public right now and say, we are reassessing our policies and our procedures with its effect and it with, with respect to game development. It's time for a change. If, if, if I'm Phil Spencer, that's what I'm doing right now. Because I'm looking at Bethesda and all of its future games. Just think beyond Starfield and Redfall. Do you really want Fallout 5 and Elder Scrolls 6 built under this garbage? Is that what you want? You know what I'm saying? Joe Vivian's going to kick off the day with the first member. The first member. Every 25 members and I have to gift five to the community and it went to DSB Prime that is a regular viewer here thank you so much if I'm any other dev company I'm upgrading my staff right now they just gave Phil Spencer an award too I swear this guy is untouchable the policy to keep people for 18 months is insane Microsoft keeps laying off all their star dev teams that's why exactly why they shouldn't be allowed to acquire Activision thank you thank you Joe Vivian says, get those likes up. There's over 600 people here. We could easily have 300 likes. Guys, smash that thumbs up button. You guys are crushing it over here on the tick. We got over 3,000 likes. Keep smashing that screen. I don't think that Starfield is in as much trouble as Halo, but I think Starfield's in trouble. Yes. I do. Oh, I forgot to turn the scene switcher timer on. I think Starfield's in trouble. You guys like my Black Panther shirt? Comes from 80s tees, just like all the other shirts I've worn this week. I l- listen on on the on the cusp of launching and having layoffs. That that's concerning, man. That's concerning because you talk about ongoing support. You talk about updates, patches, DLC, any of those things, bro. I, I know that Starfield and I know that Redfall are literally right there near the finish line. So, not nearly as much trouble. Hey, Cardock Ren is going to be one of the first red badges in the wild. 24 months of membership. Two years. Keep up the good work and love uh, to you. I'll keep up the good work. Love to you and the fam. Thank you so much. And that's a member VIP. King Sovereign with four months of membership and it's a member plus. I think part of this could be just because of a slowdown. The tech industry made bank during the sicky it appears that the growth is stopping hey thank you so much for sending five fires over here jordan wilson i appreciate that support did we get our 10th did we get our 10th uh subscriber over here yet i don't know if we have or not i have it set to 10 no we're still at 9 out of 10 i literally read a stanford report this morning and research looking at layoffs they actually don't help they don't like historically speaking this guy talks about it oh where is it he talks about so many of so many so many ramifications from layoffs right he calls it a social contagion the tech industry layoffs are basically an instance of social contagion in which companies imitate what others are doing. If you look for reasons for why companies do layoffs, the reasons is that everybody else is doing it. Layoffs are the result of imitated behavior and are particularly evidence-based. I've had people say to me that they know layoffs are harmful to company well-being, let alone the well-being of employees, and they don't accomplish much. But everybody is doing layoffs and their board is asking, why aren't we doing layoffs? This is, this is research-based conclusions, by the way. King Sovereign with five gifted memberships. That takes us to six 
for the day. Thank you. That's so kind. King Sovereign, Noah Kennedy, Darren, TSMI, Filta, and Sin. You guys all got gifted memberships. Welcome back in. A $2 tip from Richard Rodriguez. If Starfield is only decent, Xbox may be done. Hey, we achieved our sub goal. My man, Jordan. That's it. We got 10 subs. We'll set a new goal the next time I stream over here. Thank you so much. That's amazing. That's awesome. You met your goal over here. Yeah, we did it. We did it. Thank you so much, Jordan. That's so, so kind. That really helps us continue to stream on both platforms. Your chair looks amazing. I need people to tell Mavix to work with me, man. Come on. They they literally have this chair. I, I want to work with them. I can't get their stinking, their, their, their application process to go through. Come on, man. Promote your chair every day in my stream. They're super comfortable. I love high back ergonomic mesh chairs. They're super comfortable and good for your back and posture. There you go. You little get a little sub joystick next to your name. We can go past the goal over here, by the way, if anybody else wants to do that. Hey, Mavix, work with Lono. There you go. I tried. <laughs> uh, there's nothing about Starfield that says system seller to me. It looks all right. Um, you muted me yesterday, and I just wanted to say, I see why you only have 30 viewers. Bully. Oh, 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 oh no. <clears throat> maybe Microsoft just want the whole console market they might see streaming as the future I don't know about that I don't know about that which chair Mavix uh, M-A-V-I-X I, they, they basically make this chair in multiple different colors so you can customize what those sub buttons say too I made it say sub I couldn't see I don't, I don't what would I put there with four letters is what I thought you know what I mean <clears throat> I don't know if you're still talking about it, but at least Halo is more alive than Gears. What do you What do you mean? The Gears team coalition went nose down to to port all their assets to Unreal Five for the next Gears game. Like, what do you mean? They they don't they don't have a game out in the wild right now. You know what I mean? Can you imagine a person walking to a house party of thirty people and saying that? So lame. Or forgetting that I'm also streaming on YouTube to six hundred and fifty six people. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Doom with a $5 tip through Super Chat over here on YouTube. Lono, we are arguing against shareholders in Microsoft corporate. They will kill Xbox before they change. They should leave gaming to Sony and Nintendo. Thank you for the $5 tip through Super Chat. I want to see that red badge in chat. Where Who, who was that? Again, it was it was Cardock Ren. Cardock Ren, talk in chat. Let's let's see that red badge, brother. Let's see it. I only got to see it in your, re, your re-up message agree with doom wheezy says what an interesting day i i'm telling you i'm telling you uh it uh it 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 feels good it it feels good it does to to be to be vindicated again on on things that we've been saying right there it is red badge hype look at that badge that looks so sexy that's for two years if you're a member here for two years that's what it looks like that is really nice Jericho says, Bethesda laid off a lot of community managers and PR marketing roles from a few people I've seen posting on Twitter. Uh, Most likely a bunch of duplicate. Right, Jericho. I only put Starfield on the thumbnail because let's think about this from another perspective. Thank you, Mick D09, for an entire year. And Member Plus says, Road to 100K. Yeah, we're on the road to 
25,000 subscribers on YouTube. We just hit 24. Yo, Jordan Wilson jumping in as a brand new member. He's like, I'm not waiting on a gifted. I'll do a membership myself. If anybody else wants to become a member just like Jordan did, hit the dollar sign at the bottom of chat on YouTube or hit the join button. I would love to see a member train of non-gifted members, right? Of people just becoming a member on their own. That's super helpful to what we do every day as a live stream. Jaggy with 17 months of membership jumping back in. He says, I'm lagging behind. Thanks for almost a year and a half, Jaggy. He went and made the 30 people in the room comment on the tick uh, with his chest out. Too bad 650 of us on YouTube didn't even see the comment. Right, right, right. Nintendo is even failing when it comes to IP. Sony really wins out with exclusives. I'm going to tell you something right now. I I, I don't know when and how I'm going to cover this, but Nintendo is about to blow the doors off gaming next year. Just you wait. Holiday of 2024. We'll be talking about Nintendo very very differently it says start a new subscription goal all right hang on let me do that can i do that it's telling me to start oh here we go start um add a new goal we'll do there we do there we go there we go i uh, 21 and there we go yeah go ahead and start it there we go at 21 is a weird number it's lucky number i guess Hopped over from Tick. Hey, thank you, Jordan. You're hitting me in both places. That's very kind. That's very, very kind. I appreciate that so, so much. All right. Think about Starfield from this perspective. Yo, the end is near. Jumps back in as a member plus. All right. Track with me here on why I'm worried about Starfield even more now. Okay. People are going to start to look at Starfield as salvific. It's a big word. They're going to want it to be the savior, right? They're going to look at Starfield in a way that Starfield cannot be. They're going to look to that game to be something for Xbox that I don't think it can be. I think this puts too much pressure on that game. I don't necessarily think the layoffs are going to be like having a huge effect on Starfield, but according to this Stanford research report layoffs actually have detrimental effects on morale and physical health not just the people that got laid off but the people that stay it increases stress and stress like other attitudes and emotions according to this guy is contagious depression is contagious and layoffs increase stress stress and depression so you got to think about seeing seeing studios treated this way what do you think that does to the morale at studios under microsoft it's gonna it, it's gonna have ramifications yeah am i next are we next exactly jeeves lee arnold Treblack, fox hop smash hey fox back in time you guys all got a gifted member from my man over there east coast overlord always so generous always tipping through super chat and gifting members. Thank you so much, East Coast Overlord. I, I, Chubby, I'm not answering questions about it, that game right now. That's not what we're covering. Creates a job fear culture. I'm curious what you guys think, right? Starfield looks like a flight simulator. It can't replace Halo. That's why they bank on the Activision Blizz deal. They need more. I think you're underselling what, how, how good Starfield looks. I think Starfield looks awesome. 
I really do. I, I think Starfield looks super dope. I, I think that's I think that's a, a massive uh, reduction. That's a reductionist statement about Starfield. I think Starfield looks dope. I really do. I, I, I don't I don't think that that's a fair conclusion to come to about that holy freaking moly our short is cooking right now about Halo. If you came from the short Oh my gosh. A $5 tip from East Coast Overlord. Joseph Satan's gone from 343, got transferred to Xbox. I include that in my show open, East Coast Overlord. That was a part of my coverage. And I basically said, listen, listen, you can look at it two different ways. Our boy Brad Sams, the guy that we reacted to once, he covers a lot of Microsoft stuff, and I really like him. He seems like a nice guy. He tweeted, and he said, you could look at this optimistically and say, Joseph Staten did everything he needed to do, and now with new management, he can back off. He said, or you can look at it pessimistically and be like, oh, Halo's dead. He didn't say Halo's dead, but like, pessimistically, I'll say it. Yo, it's good, classy. Halo's done. I'll, I'll say it. Yo, my man Ryan hitting a 15-month milestone. You the best. Thank you so much. I agree with you on the job fear coming into play. I'm dealing with that at my job. Can't imagine what it would be like to work for a publisher. Ultimate Halo. It, are they in our chat, or is that from somewhere else? I would. I think I would have noticed that. Where did you pull that, Paul? Not stopping... Uh, different chat. Just want to say Halo isn't going anywhere, mate. I get people are concerned right now, but this isn't the end. What's Ultimate Halo? Is that just like a Halo fan channel? I I don't know if I trust a Halo fan channel. He works for 343. Listen. Listen. Anybody that works for 343, if they stumble into this stream, if they're here right now, I reached out to a couple of them. I spoke with at least one of them, uh, former, former 343 employees, uh, about the situation. If any of them are here right now, I really hope they know I'm on their side and have been on their side since the beginning of my coverage. I talked about how it's clearly a leadership problem. It's clearly a Microsoft policy problem. I've defended the devs at that company many, many times. And I hope they know these layoffs suck. And I really, I'm not hoping that Halo is dead. I really am not hoping for that. That's not something that I want to see. I think the industry is better when we have a good Halo to play. I think the industry is better when we have a strong Xbox presence. I think that's better for the gaming industry as a whole. So, I don't know if any of them wandered in here. I let a couple of them know I would be covering this. I act, I interacted with a few of them uh, in DMs as well as tweets. So, yo, that's a big one. Ten gifted members from Just a Blaze putting us on the doorstep of our member goal of 25. This is a reason to watch every single day. We have so many generous people here that gift members. The more often you're here, the more likely you'll get one. It is based off of loyalty. Frank Trinidad, Riley Holloman, Anthony Gill, Bello, The Public Enemy, Jacarama, Adon, Kabuto Black, Zack Fight, and The Beat. Oh, I'm sorry, The Bean. You guys all got gifted members. Make sure you get into our Discord. We do a Friday night stream. We do members lunch breaks. We do all kinds of streams just for members. And you're now a member. Uh, Halo hasn't been fun for years, says Captain Cold Gun. The Halo show was garbage. Agreed. Halo might not be dead, but it's close. I think I'm confident. Yo, what's good, Warpath? What's the too long didn't read? 
Microsoft laid off 10,000 people. 343 got hit hard, especially the campaign team. Joseph Staten's no longer at 343. He's moved to Xbox Publishing, which leads me to believe that Halo Infinite is all but EOL, end of life, and Halo as a franchise may be dead. Starfield is also in the crosshairs in my mind because it puts them right front and center as a flagship title for Microsoft this year. I think this adds maybe potentially to the delay uh, that we're going to see. The showcase, all of that, I think is a part of this. I think it's absolutely demoralizing to work for companies like this and to watch people get walked out the door as Microsoft tries to buy a $69 billion acquisition that will add on 9,800 gaming employees and they just kicked 10,000 people out the door. Company-wide, by the way, Microsoft layoffs are company-wide. It's not a gaming particular thing. It's across all Microsoft divisions. Well, almost all. No way they kill the Halo franchise. It's their golden goose. They can't let it die completely. By the way, good morning, chat. Abe, I don't think it's their golden goose anymore. I don't. I think it's a, I think it's a corpse in the corner. What a time to do Microsoft layoffs. Bizarre. How's your coffee? It's so, so tasty. Listen, we, I, I try not to do this this often because I don't want it to feel like we're like a walking commercial, but this is ours. Like, Reforged Roast is our coffee, and uh, we have a holiday blend, and then we have a light and a dark roast. If you've never tried coffee with balanced acidity before, you need to try mine. Longtime coffee drinkers and, and new coffee drinkers like my stuff because uh, it's just so smooth because of the balanced acidity. I want to put something else out there, says Wheezy. No crap an employee at the company is going to tell people everything is fine. What's he supposed to say? We're effing dying over here? Right, like, it's really, really hard for me to put a lot of stock into a current 343 employee saying everything's fine. Halo will continue. Well, what, do you, what are you going to... Are, are you going to say the opposite of that? Are you going to say, oh yeah, it's done. It's done like a burnt dinner. Halo is a joke this time around. Laying people off working on a game that is due out with a delayed release already makes no business sense. We did have people... Uh, does it react good with a shot of whiskey? You know what's funny is, I live in Louisville, Kentucky, and I literally there's bourbon over here on the desk. I don't... I don't my wife drinks it. It's, it's in here from the last time her and I were, were hanging out. And... Uh, I've never, I've never put Woodford Reserve in, in our coffee. <laughs> we live in bourbon country, and we've never done that. I, I, I'm, I should know the answer to that question. Oh, Abe is saying from experience, yes, it does. There's people that have used my coffee to go cold brew. Uh, there's people use my coffee, no creamer, a little bit of creamer. I put a little bit of Italian sweet cream in mine. I think that's the best way to drink Reforge Roast. You can get, the, you can check out all our flavor profiles at reforgeroast.com. Do it. I'm not going to do it this morning. No way. It's 10 in the morning. I'm not putting a shot of whiskey in my coffee. Buffalo Trace bourbon cream is a must. Oh, I didn't consider that. Like bourbon creamer. Ooh. Halo is done. Everything has its time. That's my general thought on this. Right? That's my general thought on this. Italian sweet cream is the only way to drink any coffee. The reason I like Italian sweet cream is it just sweetens the coffee. It doesn't really change the base flavor. Like if you do like caramel or French vanilla or hazelnut, it changes the base flavor. I feel like Italian sweet cream just sweetens up the coffee and it allows like the flavor of the coffee to come through. Some people drink their breakfast out of a bottle. 
Don Draper style. <laughs> 400 employees. 343 was bloated with excessive roles, most likely. They'll still fade. They'll still have over 400 employees. No, they will not have over 400 employees, King Trout. That's not true. According to my research, at their peak, they had 450. That's at their peak. They're not at their peak right now. They did a hiring freeze, and all of their contractual employees likely rolled off by now, and they just laid off about 60 people. I bet you're lucky if they have over 300 employees right now. I bet you're lucky if they have over 300. They're either in the 300s or have fallen out of the 300s. Because according to Jason Schreier, during Infinite's production, half their staff was on contract. And those contracts expire every 18 months. And they did a hiring freeze. It stands to reason that if 450 was their peak, about 200 people have walked away. Because they were on contract. If, if the internal reports are to be believed, about 200 people are gone by now, and they just laid off 60 people. They could easily be in the 200s right now. Easily. I'm, I, I'm, not, I'm not like, sky is falling, 343 only has 7 people working for them. But like, do the math. Do the, do the math. That, there's so many people that were on contracts. And if you hiring freeze, you're not replacing any of them. You're not doing any backfill. Are other Microsoft Studios hemorrhaging? Well, hemorrhaging is not the right word. Laying off 60 people isn't hemorrhaging, but it certainly doesn't help morale or production. Hilly says, I'm done with Microsoft. I dropped the Game Pass last month. Haven't booted up the Series X in over three weeks and likely gift it to a family member. We'll only use PC as a platform and hopefully Starfield's a good game, but the fans of Xbox can no longer ignore the mismanagement of their game studios. I don't want ABK deal to go through. I don't trust them with Diablo and next Christmas I'll be getting my kiddos a new device which takes them off the Microsoft platform. Likely a Steam Deck. Rant over Microsoft sucks certainly feels that way. Who's mentioning me down there? Oh, change my name. Okay. Sony laid off thousands in 2014, including Santa Monica, and they're thriving now. That was a decade ago, Cliffo. So are you telling me what we got to... How long do we got to wait then for Microsoft to figure it out? How long? We've been told the wait is over. We've been told it takes a long time to make games. We've been told, listen, man... This is the time. This is Xbox's time. Okay, did you just restart the clock for Xbox's time? Like, what, we gotta wait seven or eight years after this for things to get back on uh, back on track? Also, there's, there's research-based evidence that points to layoffs not being effective. There's research-based evidence from Stanford that I looked at this morning that points to the contrary. That layoffs are ineffective that not doing layoffs when everybody else is doing layoffs can help you thrive like it did with Southwest the airline that refused to do that and they thrived because of it you're right hemorrhaging is a bad word should have said purging yeah I don't know how much other studios are affected Tyler in my show open I've been streaming for about an hour but I did a a show open with like a monologue about a 20 minute monologue I said that I said we don't know what's happening to the other studios the coalition with Gears Ninja Theory with Hellblade 2 we have no idea what the status of the other studios are 10,000 employees company wide is a lot I'm certain almost every studio had to let people go I'm certain 
Microsoft probably approached every single studio and said, we need you to impact our bottom line production costs by this much. You got to get rid of X number of people. Smaller studios got to get rid of four or five people. Larger studios get rid of 50 to 60. It's probably something like that. Probably is what I'm saying. Microsoft's a $2 trillion company. Sony isn't, yet Sony has outshined them when it comes to games and quality. One has passion for gaming, the other IDK. Yeah, that's what kills me in this discussion. Everybody wanted to talk about... Remember last year? Do you guys remember last year? Every time these discussions came up... What's good, Nitro? Every time these discussions came up, it was, oh, Microsoft, Daddy, Microsoft's got so much money. They're, they're, they've, got, they've got deep pockets. Big Daddy, Microsoft. What's wrong with Big Daddy, Microsoft now? laying off 10,000 people and 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 not and not getting games to market. I'm going to make goddess. Can I make you a moderator? Translate? No. How do I make you a moderator? You're being so helpful over here. Manage add moderator. Comment settings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Confirm. There you go. Alright, Goddess. You can you can like mute people if they're being nasty if I'm not catching it. You're being real helpful over there, so it's probably good to have like moderator presence on uh, on the tick. Deep pockets, yes, but not unlimited. <sighs> a trillion dollar company laying off employees, so much for a company that big. What I'm saying. Most lotto winners go broke, money means nothing. Goddess has evolved. <laughs> Yo, what's good? Hey, if you guys are watching over here on the tick, I appreciate it, man. We are a daily, highly interactive live stream. I also stream on YouTube uh, under Reforge Gaming. Those of you watching on YouTube, thank you for being here. Almost 700 viewers. Smash that like button. It helps more people find the stream. Uh, let's go for 400 likes. And we're only three members away from me having to gift five. I would love it if these final three members we're individuals jumping in and getting committed and not gifted. That's what I've been calling on people to do. If you daily watch and enjoy this show, I don't I don't do ads. And that and the way we do it is super generous people like Terminal Stupidity. He's like, "No, I'm not even going to give people an opportunity. I'm going to drop a five bomb and take us to 27." This guy doesn't even let me ask for it. He's so generous, so consistent. Bama Hammer Raven Expery, good to see you, Expery. Penguin owns and Job Ophel, those five gifted. That takes us over 25. That means I have to gift five. Thank you guys so much for being here as a nice pay it forward. Thank you to the people who become members and gift members. I'm now gifting five to the community. The more often you're here, the more often you can get a membership gifted to you and you can get involved by getting in our discord so that way you don't miss out on all the extra content that members get eugene says with regards to the sony layoffs that same year sony executives took cuts and they were in like the third year of a row being unprofitable they weren't coming off record profits and laying people off thank you eugene for adding context to sony laid people off in 2014 yeah and their executives took pay cuts not big fat bonuses Microsoft and it was their third year in a row not being profitable not coming off of record profits Microsoft take your record profits and your golden parachutes and your big fat bonuses and invest it in the company invest it in your existing studios no that's asking too much of you well that's what Sony did 
Gee, I wonder why Sony flourished. I wonder why morale was more durable. Gee, it's just bewildering. Thank you so much for gifting five memberships. Uh, everybody, I gifted my five. M-Man June, Rusher, Serpico, Leal Duck, and Tony C. Tony C. Thank you so much. I've never seen a channel flog so much BS. I've never seen such a intellectually bankrupt statement with zero backing. Go ahead. Do more than make an empty assertion. Make an argument. What have we said that's false? Go for it. I'll, I'll, dude, I will debate you for the next hour if you actually have the stones to do it. Get in the ring, put your gloves on, and talk like a big boy and argue with me. Do it. What have we said that's BS? Go for it. I'm right here in the street, ready for you. PlayStation laid people off last year and the year before that. Well, I'm not going to sit here and act like layoffs don't happen. Layoffs happen. Like, but 10,000? While you're trying to buy a publisher for $69 billion, you don't see the crazy irony? You don't? Like, so when Sony lays off, how many people did they lay off last year? How many? Because they reinvested in Insomniac and Gorilla and Santa Monica. All those studios grew last year. Like, I, you see what I'm saying? Like, Sony, did Sony lay off 10,000 people while, while trying to ac- acquire 9,000? That shirt looks amazing. Just notice it. Here, I'll give you the full look. I love the classic Black Panther art style, don't you? I absolutely love it. I love when they make, like, a black character, like, when they have, like, a black costume. I love when they use blue and purple. I think it looks so cool. And then the yellow. This is from 80s Tees. This is the... We have the shirt command set up today to take it to the Black Panther collection. Just make sure you use my code over there. Code uh, LONO for 30% off. Yeah, also while your executive compensation packages didn't change. You see what I'm saying? Like, listen, you guys know me. Like, I'm not anti-profit. I'm not anti-fiduciary duty. I'm not. But when you're trying to acquire a $69 billion acquisition and you've coming off of record profits and all of your executives are, are maintaining, if not increasing, how much money they're getting... How can you not look at that and think, man, there's got to be another way here. They aren't buying the 9,800 employees. They come with the company they're buying. Also, the 10,000 is from all of Microsoft, not just Xbox. Right, Zubair, I'm just giving the optics on it. The optics is company-wide, not just gaming division, company-wide, you just dropped you know, 10,000 people while you're over here trying to buy 10,000 people. You know what I'm saying? Now, Somebody could push back and argue and say, this is just business, Lono. There's redundancies. You got to get rid of redundancies to maintain profitability, to maintain margins. You, you, that's that's just standard business practice. Really? So the research-based evidence from Stanford that says that this level of layoffs are actually not effective and actually harm the bottom line. And traditionally, we can look at multiple times this happened where it it did not help the companies that did it and it's imitated behavior. It's a social contagion. It's not something that is done in a way that's based off of evidence and research and, oh yeah, well, it's going to really help us. You find not effective? 
The Stanford research that I looked at said that when Southwest refused to do it, they flourished. He also said that speaking with people that are close to these situations readily admit that they know it's not effective. I've had people say to me they know layoffs are harmful to the company well-being, let alone to the well-being of employees, and they don't accomplish much. But everybody is doing layoffs, and their board is asking why they aren't doing layoffs too. Right? Like, in in my mind, in my mind, it's like, effective means turning around the books. I mean, if you're primarily looking at your, your fiscal year line items, sure, you could probably argue on paper, effective. But what Ashen Hollow is saying is where I was going with it. Short-term profit impact, long-term harm. That's the issue with these decisions. You could increase the profit in the short term. Everybody attached to the decision at an executive level gets bigger bonuses, bigger golden parachutes, and these people can walk away from this in two or three years, and then when the reverberations of the decision start to come and hit landfall, they're not even there anymore. Right? Yo, you got stickers. There you go. Yeah, my son was doing that. He was using stickers to make pictures. Look how creative he is. Isn't that cool? Halo is dead since 343 took over. Look at the track record of Microsoft products outside of Office and Windows. Most fail. You think Forspoken's going to flop? I mean, we're not really talking about Forspoken. I already covered that in another stream. That's off topic. What's worrying about that article is he mentions layoffs in tech are almost all are almost an inertial phenomena. Companies imitate what others do. Right, that's what I'm saying. That's that's exactly right. He says the tech industry layoffs are basically a social contagion in which companies imitate what others are doing. Like it's not like, "Oh yeah, we've got to do this." It's board members saying, "Hey, why aren't we doing that?" We'll see immediate we'll see immediate margin bump. It's such an easy way to bump your margins. Let's not forget about how the sicky caused the tech sector to explode in size. Part of these layoffs could be because of the rapid expansion is now beginning to contract. Okay, but what if Microsoft? My, you're acting like this is the only thing they could they could not you, but like we can't we cannot act like this is the only course of action that Microsoft had. They could have spent instead of sixty nine billion on an acquisition, they could have spent half that by reinvesting in their existing companies. Like they could they, your your corporate level people could take pay cuts like Sony did in twenty fourteen. I've always found that funny. With Severance, isn't there a huge payout along with the layoffs? Oh, as in it's really costly to lay people off? Is that what you're saying, Zubair? I don't know if he touched on that in this article. I like I've I went to the sections that I thought were the most relevant. Yes, yeah, yeah. So layoffs are costly on another end as well. It hurts morale, it hurts productivity, and it's friggin' expensive. If Forge and Co-op was released with Halo Infinite, it would have been a better success. 
Yeah, I don't think that's the argument. I think Halo Infinite is in the state that it's in because of Microsoft policies. I, I just, that's, that's, I think that's undeniable at this point. I don't, I don't think you can look at the scenario and be like, oh no, this is, this is because they left out, they let, they, they left out, um, uh, they left out Forge. They left out Co-op. That's why Halo Infinite's in such a bad state. N- no. No, no. It's in a bad state because they had terrible policies in place that completely like harmed the creative process. Park coming in with a five-month membership renewal. Great milestone. People gave me so much pushback when I talked about Microsoft 18-month contracts. I remember the day it clicked for you, Lono. I could see the light bulb. Stop being such a B about Halo. Says, wait, are you accidentally typing in my chat instead of your personal journal? Your name's Halo fan. Are you are you are you writing that to yourself in your personal journal? Like you're you're typing in my chat right now. Was that an accident? Sony announces plans to lay off workers by March of 2013. Sony would never do this sort of thing. Nobody said they would never do this sort of thing. When they did that, they were in the midst of not being profitable, and they were also having their executives take pay cuts, Paul. That's the point that we're making. Microsoft is coming off of record profits. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, again that's a decade ago that's a decade ago and Sony was not profitable when that was going on Sony annual number of employees so Sony's annual number of employees they had to cut number every year okay are you noticing a pattern in the number of employees that they're cutting it's it's the the variances are getting a lot smaller Paul when you get distance from 2013, when they were not profitable, all of a sudden, their reductions of employees starting in 2018, 3,000, 3,000, 2,000, 1,000. You just played yourself with that image. You literally just played yourself, Paul. So back in 2013-2014 when Sony is struggling with profitability executives take pay cuts they do massive layoffs okay that makes sense everybody's trimming everybody's affected and then 2013-2014-2015 all of a sudden in 2018 the employee fluctuation goes down they're only losing 3,000 employees then 2,000 then 1,000 you just played yourself. That's that that actually that, that that chart makes Sony look great. That Sony makes yeah, is that net employees or just layoffs? Yeah. We don't even know if the employee fluctuations from 2018 to 2022 is the result of layoffs. We, who knows? That could be division closures. Like, oh yeah, this this studio's done now. We propped them up, spent the money, shipped the product, it's done now. We don't even know. But again, the the, the employee fluctuations get smaller every year. Yeah, but Sony, but Sony, but Sony. Why are you talking about Sony? Sony has nothing to do with this. Like, 
So, Sony, your your whataboutism doesn't do anything to the quality of 343. Your whataboutism doesn't do anything to the 18-month contract policy that we were told was a problem by 343 employees. We now have it on just dead center ink in Main Street that the problem is Microsoft. And you're not worried about Fable? You're not worried about future Bethesda titles beyond Starfield and Redfall? You're not worried that Microsoft gets their claws on ABK and does the same thing? Like, who cares about Sony? Sony's shipping award-winning games, and their studios are growing. If they're laying off in other departments, fine. Ryan with a $5 tip. Overall, this will destroy morale and hurt people's trust in the brand, which is bad for us as the consumers because it can lead to a list of other things. How many layoffs did Sony have before buying Bungie? I I don't know. Yeah, look at that. Look at how it tapers off, Fuzzy. Look at how it tapers off. Like, their their, their employee shrinkage every year has gone down since 2018. They lost the most in 2013. Then they consistently lost employees every year. They gained employees in 2017, which likely led to the the bigger drop in 2018. And then after that, it's been less every year. Sony Studios right now are offering jobs to the 10,000 devs. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'd be comparing to Sony right now. I don't know if I would be doing that. Sony's in a real nice spot, and they're going to scoop up a bunch of talent from this nonsense. They're going to scoop up a bunch of talent from this. We all knew 343 was going to be cleaning house eventually. Of that 10K, do we know how many were in the gaming division? Jake, we don't know how many were in the gaming division. We know ab- approximately, according to sources, approximately 60 employees uh, the campaign staff got hit the hardest. Apparently, 343 got hit the hardest in the gaming division. So that means most of the other companies didn't get hit as hard, if if the sources are to be believed. A $2 tip from my man Tafari. Bro, why do you think they do this now? I mean, isn't their goal to win the fight with the FTC? Yeah, if I'm a regulator and I look at this, I'm thinking, what the frick? Like, do you think this weighs at all? Right? Does this Does this, does this weigh in at all in... In, in the scheme of like should we let them buy all should we let them buy ABK oh so that's all Microsoft employees right so Microsoft has been mushrooming since those years they had around a hundred thousand employees in 2013 since then they've over doubled over 200,000 employees now so sure what they're doing is part of what happened right you mushroom up to that size you eventually have to trim the fat sure 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 I'm speaking specifically to the gaming division like do you see what I'm saying like Paul instead of laying off people in the gaming division you could have reinvested in your gaming division you could have helped these studios grow you could have acquired support studios. You could be you could be shipping product. You could be shipping games, and they're not doing that. 
So sure, Microsoft as a company has doubled in size since 2013 and a natural thing that will happen when you grow that fast and that large, you're going to end up having to lay people off. It is important. It is an important perspective to be like, listen, 10 years ago, Microsoft had about 100,000 employees. They now have over 200,000. So laying off 10,000 people, I mean, think of the jobs they've created in, in since then, or maybe not jobs they've created. Think of the jobs they've filled. That's, that's a big deal for sure. It's not Microsoft evil. It's Microsoft is mismanaging their gaming division, and that doesn't seem to be that this isn't going to change that. A two dollar tip from Raymond: In your opinion, uh, is Microsoft in trouble? No, Microsoft's not in trouble. No, a two hundred and twenty thousand employee company dropping ten thousand sta- like staff. No, they're fine. Microsoft, Microsoft, literally over the last decade has doubled in size as far as their staff goes. So no, Microsoft's not in trouble. I'm looking at the gaming division and being like, mother frick, like, Halo's dead. You murdered Halo. I don't see Halo recovering from this. It's not about quality, it's about quantity with their gaming division. Yeah, we don't know all the cuts in gaming, Zach, Dynamite, no. I gotta push back on this connection to the purchase you keep making, Lono. Maybe optics, but no legal concerns whatsoever. I was genuinely asking that question, Zubair. Like, will the regulators care at all? Like, do they look at that and consider that a part of the discussion? If they don't, then yeah, I mean, I, I was genuinely asking as somebody who's not educated, like, are the regulators gonna say, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, you're over here trying to buy ABK. What's going on over there, right? If it has no legal bearing, I then, yeah, I was genuinely asking out of curiosity. Is there grounds for regulators to be like, what in the heck's going on over there? Their only concern is how does this affect the market? Sure. Sure. They don't care how Microsoft pays for it. I mean, I guess the question would be, Zubair, if this has ramifications on the gaming market and on the gaming property that Microsoft brings to market... Do you think there's any interest that the regulators have in protecting ABK from the buy? Right? You you have a track record of buying companies, shipping unsuccessful commercial products, and then downsizing those companies. Why are we going to let you keep doing that? That's not good for the market. But I'm not saying they're going to conclude that. I'm just wondering, could that be a line of thinking? Like... Let's look at the commercial commercial profitability of the of the companies that you've bought, of the properties you've shipped post purchase, and really ask the question: Is this is this good to hand you more companies? Gaming recession proof. It's happened. Today I was laid off from Bethesda Softworks as a result of the Microsoft layoff, so I'm now back on the market. It's been an absolute ride. I'm looking forward to what's next. A senior designer on Halo Infinite also confirmed he'd been laid off, along with the video producer, who was community manager for The Elder Scrolls Online. I'm not, I'm not trying to be insensitive, but losing video producers at 343 is not going to have an effect on Halo. I mean, it can have a tangential effect because of the, the morale of losing your buds, right? Certainly. It's dumb, but it's not anti-competitive. 
Their concern is not the company. The concern is the anti-competitive behavior that impacts the market in an unfair way. If they don't want to buy it, uh, if they want to buy and just shut it down, that's not unfair to the market. How is that not unfair to the market, Zubair? What if I bought my competitor and then shut him down? Wouldn't, wouldn't that be a concern if a company did that? I'm not saying Microsoft's going to do that. I'm just 100 I'm just thinking like thought experiment here isn't that anti-competitive if you're bigger than your competitor and you buy them and shut them down why you why you want to buy this company we want to shut them down go right ahead <laughs> like that does happen if they're your direct competitor no that's business I'm pretty sure that's not business sorry assuming no anti-competitive effects no problem with buying and shutting them down. That's been done? And that's totally legal? I mean, I know Amazon... I know Amazon does that. <laughs> I know they do that. Don't they do that? Don't they buy patents and property and then just shut them down? So that they don't have competition? Your scenario is anti-competitive if there are only two or three players. Okay, okay. I was about to say Amazon. Yeah, I know Amazon has a habit of doing it. I just figured Amazon greases the wheels with uh, with money for, you know, lobbyists and, and governmental approval, right? Not necessarily that it's legal. <laughs> they just get the government to look the other way. That's my strategy in Monopoly. <laughs> Remind me to never play Monopoly with you. That's how GoDaddy got where they are. Okay, so it's totally legal. Okay. Okay. I, I mean, that's not a major point of my discussion. That wasn't a major point in my opening opening monologue. My, I, that was not a major point to be like, oh, this is going to have a huge effect on the acquisition. I was primarily focusing on 343 and Halo and the legacy of Microsoft being people saying, I, I wanted to keep working on the project. We wanted to ship a good game and we couldn't do it. Under these structures, we can't do it. As a gamer, as an Xbox Series X owner, I hear that and think, Microsoft, please, you have to change this policy. I don't want Bethesda building Fallout 5 or Elder Scrolls 6 under this policy. I don't want Hellblade 2 or Fable or Gears 7. I don't want those games built under this policy. It burned Halo to the ground I think that's that's the crux of what I'm saying it's like this is everything we've been saying if you want to say this makes me worry for what they'll do to Activision oh yes I've said that as well this reinforces me not wanting them to buy ABK 100% it reinforces that like I don't want you to own Activision Blizzard you're going to put all those companies under this contract policy as well? How many franchises are you going to murder before you realize this is a terrible policy? How many? Isn't one enough? Isn't Halo enough to be like, this isn't working? This corporate-wide policy doesn't work with creative processes and video game creation. You're a Series X owner? Yeah, I have an Xbox Series X. I have two PS5s. I have a Nintendo Switch. And I have a couple of gaming rigs. I, I can play whatever game comes out, baby. 
well, except for Forspoken on PC. <laughs> I almost missed the zoom button for that one. Oh my gosh, frickin' Forspoken. Holy F. Why not? Have you seen? Have you seen the Forspoken PC requirements? I'm so clipping that. We need to have a clip it competition. Clip it and ship it is what we'll call the segment. Clip it and ship it. Who can get the best clips of me being an idiot? East Coast Overlord with a $10 super chat tip. I have a friend whose entire job is to make tools to help uh, make Call of Duty. He told me he'll be looking for a job if the acquisition goes through because he assumes he's getting cut. I, thank you for the $10 super chat tip, East Coast Overlord. I had been telling people that for a while. I wasn't trying to be a doomsdayer, but I'm like, do you honestly think Microsoft's going to successfully buy ABK and not lay a bunch of people off and close a bunch of studios? Like, <laughs> of course, that, that'll be their first, that'll be their first order of business. Their first order of business will be to, to, to let some folks go, you know? Like, come on. <laughs> come on. They'll, they'll eliminate redundancies immediately. And that's not because it's Microsoft. That's just par for the course after an acquisition. It takes time to train on a new system and then implement your own ideas. Yeah, I mean, the contractual policy is, is bad in and of itself. It's even worse when you add into the fact that Halo has its own engine, Slipstream. Fable has its own engine, the Forza Tech engine, right? Like, when you start adding that into the mix, Bethesda has its own engine, the creation engine. Wait, like, that makes it that makes it worse. Regarding the clip competition, I will protect my own jokes and reactions there too, and prosecute anyone that attempts to clip them. I'm kidding. Just send cash. <laughs> Most of us have both or all consoles, so I don't get the fanboy crying. Put the pom-poms down. Lono speaking facts. Thank you, Mont Dog. See them axing the smaller companies that helps out with ABK games. I might be wrong. Yeah, I think smaller studios would be the first to go under the AB if they if they acquire ABK. Oh yeah. If they acquire ABK, the small studios, small small projects, they're done. I honestly think at this point Halo is done. I think Halo Infinite is dead. I think what they'll do is they'll launch season three. They'll they'll have a live service team kind of they'll have like a live team help keep things going and then they'll EOL it in about a year would be my guess. Like this time this year they'll be announcing this time next year they'll be announcing that Halo Infinite's EOL end of life. I, they're gonna be too small. I just I just think they're gonna be too small to they did a hiring freeze all the contractual employees are likely gone now or on the way out, and then they just did layoffs. What small is Bethesda small? No, 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 no. 343. 343 at their peak had 450 employees, but according to in- internal reports and, and, and leaks, half their staff was contract. And if, if half their staff's contract, that means roughly 200 some odd people are already gone by now or on their way out because you can only be under a contract under Microsoft for 18 months. They did a hiring freeze, which means none of those people have been replaced. And then they just laid off about 60 people. So they're around 300 or so employees, maybe less at this point.
if you had just paid up for the blue shader on your armor cores, we wouldn't be in this position. This is your fault. Ben says, good, take five years and make Halo 7 properly. Forspoken's the only game that justifies the i9 processor heat fest and $3,000 graphics cards, and even with then, cross your fingers. Right. There's less than 4,000 people playing daily. Yeah, Infinite's done. This is a great chat, by the way. Thank you. I do daily live streams like this, and uh, if you've hit subscribe on YouTube, thank you for doing that. We are on the road to 25,000 subscribers. We are on the road. And, uh... Oh, hang on. Oh, I pushed that. Oh, I forgot I did that. Hang on just a minute. forgot we pushed that. The other question that, you know, I'm asking is, this was... This, to me, was a question that, you know, Creature and I were looking at the list of companies that were affected by this under Microsoft. Why Bethesda? Right? Why Bethesda? What what do they do? They, they've got games they have to ship this year. Why'd you chop Bethesda? You know what I'm saying? What did, what did they do? They didn't deserve this. <laughs> they have two games coming out this year. You just bought them. Right? Now, my thought would be, given that layoffs and, and you know reduction of redundancy is common after acquisition, this might have been planned two years ago when they bought them. I mean, who knows? I don't even know if when they bought them, they, they let people go. Moneybag with a $2 tip. Certain affinities working on Halo. like Oh, like a Halo BR? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Infinite has fallen out of the Xbox Top 20. That's not surprising. They're, it's, 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 the, it's the longest it's been since they've had a significant update. Like the season... I don't know. Thank you for subscribing. Hey, Tyler! Thank you so much for the subscription over here on the tick. Taking us to 11. Awesome. You love to see it. Thank you for that support. In order to stream in both places, man, that helps. That really, really helps justify putting my phone up there and uh, and doing the work and making sure my microphone's plugged in so you get really good audio. It's the prerogative of any Microsoft purchased to buy studios and then ruin them. <laughs> Seems like it. You got it, boss. Thank you, man. Tell all your friends that are looking for good good uh, video game content. We do daily talk shows like this all the time. Yesterday we covered Hogwarts. We covered Forspoken. We covered the S-Squad Kills the Justice League. We've covered Starfield this week. I just had a Starfield short go out. We'll see if it does as well as the Halo one. I tried something a little bit different today with shorts. Redfall and Starfield all probably are very late in development. I'm not concerned that suddenly Starfield and Redfall are going to be bad. When I say Starfield and Halo are in trouble, it's like, these are front and center pieces of property, man. And if you're laying people off, I mean, I don't know. Halo, in my mind, is done. Starfield, what kind of ongoing support? What kind of DLC? Yo, Vendetta gifting five members to the community. Thank you so much. Mark a word, Balzac. Love names like that. Thank you for being here. Jim, Jim, Jimmermy? Is that Jimmermy? Is that what I'm supposed to say? Anyway, VCOM and Co. Korea. You guys all got gifted memberships. That puts us at 32 members for the day. If that hits 50, I have to gift again. If I have to gift again. Every 25, we do that. I'm CTO for a small company in Salt Lake City, and I'm glad your founder... Uh... Oh, I'm glad our founder is choosing to cut spending, not staff. 
right? Right. It's always good to work for companies that have that attitude. You can cut spending, you can cut C-suite salaries and keep things going, right? And 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 here's the thing. There's evidence to say that in the midst of all these layoffs, if you don't, if you're in the tech industry right now and you don't do layoffs and you 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 try to hit equilibrium, right? If things are going down, if demand's going down, if a recession's on the way and you weather it by not laying people off, you'll actually end up profiting more by not doing it. Not every time, but there's evidence to suggest that this is not the only option. You don't have to just automatically lay people off because other companies are doing it. There's there's demonstrable proof in the market historically that the companies that refuse to do this flourish because everybody else is freaking out and this the guy from Stanford called it a social contagion. It's like, oh, everybody else is doing it. We need to do it too. Why are people, what are people on about Forspoken? Do they not read titles? I'm not sure what you mean. Somebody tries to play Forspoken on the helicarry, the helicarrier, the entire system crashes, the helicarrier falls into the ocean. <laughs> this Zeb says, this layoff, in my opinion, will force Activision to change their perception of Microsoft being their savior from malicious internal working conditions, the threat of them cutting jobs. In a lot of businesses and after acquisitions, you go through and clean out dead weight uh, and wait to bring in new talent, says Wes. You're right, Wes. My, my dad's been through like two or three buyouts, and every time there was a buyout, they, they shrunk the company. It increases the company's valuation. A couple of, a couple of the times they did it because they wanted to increase the company's valuation by making the company look more profitable like instantly, and then they just sold the company to another buyer. They buy the company for this price, gut it, company valuation goes up. Oh man, you're more profitable. And then they just get sold to somebody else. Just buying and selling companies like cattle. Microsoft can have King. I trust them with Bubble Witch. That's more their speed. (laughs) Planes are not the same as software. You need people to fly planes. You don't need devs if no game to work on. I'm not really sure what point you're making. I sold a streaming video company a few years ago. There is overlap in sales, marketing, ETC. Really? I'm interested to know what what streaming video company did you sell a few years ago? Who are you? <laughs> My response at Microsoft. You are the chosen one. Ubisoft's about to blow up, so Microsoft will get to sweep this under the rug soon enough. Yeah, Ubi's in Ubi's in a bad spot. Real, real bad spot. Oh boy, are they in a bad spot. All this trouble and all these problems and all these canceled things and the CEO's like, we need you guys to do your part. And they're like, you want us to do our part? Okay, we're going to strike. All right, sure, we'll do our part. We're striking. (laughs) Uh, Breaking. The majority of the Overwatch League teams have hired a British law firm to collectively bargain against Activision Blizzard to make growing frustrations around operation costs, lackluster viewership, and a distinct lack of path to profitability. Oh boy. Yeah, ball's in their court. I'll DM the name if truly curious, uh, but not that guy just yell it out. Oh man, you're you're good if you don't want yeah, if you don't want to say it out. If you want you don't want to say it out. I don't know if you can DM me though on, on the tick. I'm not sure how that works over there. I'm not sure. All right, let me let me let me ask you guys this. Let me ask you guys this. Another another discussion question for you. 
in light of all of the 343 employees coming out and saying what they're saying, you'd have to follow me. Okay, let me do it. There we go. In light of all of the 343 employees coming out and, and saying what they're saying, do you think there's a possibility Microsoft responds publicly? Phil Spencer, the gaming division, something. Do you think there's the possibility that we get some kind of a response from Microsoft and they change that policy at some level? Is there even a, is there even a whisper of a chance? Or do they just dig in and say, no, that's our policy? If you're unfamiliar with the policy, it was like 2013 or 2014, Microsoft was sued for miscategorizing employees to not pay them benefits. Their response was to make a company-wide policy. All contracted workers can't work beyond 18 months, so they don't have to pay them benefits. And then they can't be rehired under another contract for six months. I miss when Bungie made Halo. That Benny over here says, no, no, not at all. You guys are saying, no, no, I want them to. Um, speaking of, that hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Project Q, done. Feel bad for devs that just got blindsided and lost their job? Oh, for sure. Eugene says they'll dig in. Doom says no. King James says definitely a response from Xbox, but Microsoft doesn't care. It's business as usual. Somebody somewhere, somebody somewhere has to see this and say, this isn't working. What? Are we just going to keep shipping bad games? What's the point in buying these companies and continuing to ship bad games if it's if it's directly related to this policy? At this point, there this is clear evidence the policy doesn't work. Somebody has to have a brain in there. That's what I'm saying. How is there not somebody at some executive level saying oh, we, we got to reconsider this? This isn't working. We're wasting money at this point. Either shutter the gaming division. After they close Mystery Project Q, they reportedly moved devs to Assassin's Creed Mirage. Interesting. I thought Mirage would be close to ship date by now. Or at least announcing a ship date. I was thinking Mirage would be quarter three or quarter four this year. As long as they have some half-butt trash to throw on Game Pass, they win. Message sent. Alright, I'll check it later. Thank you, Tyler. Because your average Game Pass player doesn't care if a game is good. They care if it's on Game Pass or not. I don't know. Think about this, though, Creature. They've admitted that Xbox Game Pass has hit saturation, for the most part, on console. They have they have a, an opportunity to grow on PC. I just, I just don't know. They're still making Assassin's Creed games? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, Ubi, Ubi's on fire. And it looks like Ubisoft's going to get purchased by somebody. But... Ubisoft has big plans for Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed Mirage is like a return to their origins, and then they have Assassin's Creed Red, where you're finally going to get to be a ninja. Assassin's Creed Hexe is going to be like spooky scary, and then Assassin's Creed Jade, these are all code names. Assassin's Creed Jade is a mobile Assassin's Creed game that apparently is getting good praise, right? Six new AC games. Yeah, AC's, AC's not going anywhere. Haley says, as soon as you have a company-wide policy, it always sucks. They usually reduce flexibility and in some cases cause departments to host a host of problems. Businesses need adaptability. Does the story have anything to do with the modern-day stuff? 
Uh, the story in Mirage is tied to a character that shows up in Valhalla, so they're connecting those universes. So, they killed the franchise that got their gaming division off the ground. That shows they don't care. Eugene says, you have to remember how this policy came about and why it hasn't changed. Instead of properly distinguishing contractors and employees, they want to treat contractors as employees without without the what the what the requirement of paying them benefits i'm assuming that's what you're going to say character limit on youtube's killing us i wish i could set my own character limit like it's my chat you know what i mean let me set it i would love to be able to do that yeah and a game dev can hire a full-time member of staff that it's but there's evidence paul that they're not doing that like i who cares that they can right That'd be like saying, yeah, this guy that keeps kidnapping people and chaining them in his basement to to make sneakers, he could stop at any moment. Like, who the frick cares about that? That's not what he's doing. There's evidence that that's not what they're doing. They're continuing to rely on contractors and that contractors walk out the door every frickin' 18 months. My company just moved half the workforce jobs to India. Oh, Associated costs and liability. So in order to force contractors to act as employees, they protect themselves by forcing six months off. Benefits are expensive and employees are the most expensive cost to a company. Companies are always looking for ways to cut those costs and keep them down, especially automation of jobs. Right, but think about this for a second though, Solemn. It's extremely expensive to onboard people. It's also extremely expensive to onboard people who are not efficient for the first couple of months that they're there. Because they have to be trained on your your pipelines, your processes, your 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 project management. Oh, and they have to be trained on your in-house engine. So yes, yes, what you're saying is correct, but that's folding in on itself. Like, I I just I can't see a way out from Microsoft with the gaming division to not make adjustments on this rule. It probably budget them based on contractor pay rates so they can't afford to direct hire people. Right. Eugene says, guaranteed. These contractors are provided training. Two, they're required to work certain hours or at certain locations. And three, are provided all equipment necessary. That screams employees. And I hope the Labor Department slams them. Yeah, like, are these, can you really keep looking at this and be like, they're like, oh no, they're a contractor. What do you mean? They're working full-time hours. They're, they're, they're trained, they're onboarded, and they're there for a year and a half, but they're not an employee. They can hire full-time staff if they want. The policy is not for all staff. Paul, do, I want you to reread what you just wrote, and I genuinely want you to ask the question, am I educating Lono on something new? Do you, do you honestly think what you typed is new information that adjusts my position? Well, they can hire full-time staff if they want, this policy's not for all staff. Oh, okay, who 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 said anything to indicate this was for all staff? Who said that? Like, what narrative are you pushing against? The, according to Jason Schreier and people at 343, half, half of the staff was on a contract. And according to other sources, at their peak... 343 had 450 employees. Now, we don't know if that 450 includes contracted employees. If it does, they're down in the 200s right now. 
maybe sub 200s they might be hovering around 300 employees we don't know like I don't care about their full time employees no one's talking about that you finish your job you have 500 people doing nothing what do you do with them you can just make a new game without a story and plan frostbite oh my gosh okay here's the thing nobody gives a crap then freaking leave listen listen to me listen to me most of the contracted employees that I've spoken with privately and, and publicly in this chat have stated that when they're contracted to work on a project like this they are contracted for the life of the project there's not some universal arbitrary 18 months nope you're out of here and then you can't come back for 6 months okay I've spoken to two different people that worked under the contractual policies that Microsoft implements, and it's terrible. We also have public statements from people that worked underneath of it. The contract stuff's a whole other can of worms. So many amazing people disappeared. Don't forget, they heavily rely on contracts. I would have loved to stay on and worked my way up. One of my favorite jobs I've ever been at. Right? Like, if, if that, you're missing the point. Every time this discussion comes up, this is what I hear. Will other people use contractors? We're not talking about that. What are they supposed to do? Just let people sit around and not work? Nope, nope, nobody nobody said anything about that. We're talking about a policy that states every 18 months, portions of the staff are walking out the door. And it's not always like on the same day, right? It depends on when they were hired. You got all these contracted workers on a rolling 18 month. See you, Dave. Yep, next week. See you, Bob. Next week. Sorry to see you go, Steven. Next week. Hank. Deb. Stephanie. Jessica. See you guys later. Just constantly. Just seeing people leave. Limitless Gaming. Coming in with a member. I love to see those white badges. Brand new members. Not waiting on a gifted. Thank you so much. Yeah. See you, Brad. Well, we won't really miss Brad. <laughs> Brad, the tutorial designer. Gotta head to work, my guy. Glad I found you. Thank you, Benny. Appreciate that. Imagine the talent they lose because of this. That's what I've been saying. Like, I've been saying this for such a long time. And now we have people that actually worked on Halo that are like, it was terrible. I get the 18-month contract is stupid, but you still have this problem that the game is done and these people would be gone. Aren't devs the same as actors in the movie? Frostbite. Contracted workers, yes. Typically, once the project is shipped, they're done. The most common contracted worker in game development, as I understand it, are QA workers because you only need that department for a certain amount of time. You don't need them for the entire development. You don't need them for pre-production. You need them for post-production. And post-production windows are shorter than full production windows. You have pre-production, full production, post-production. Post-production is typically the shortest window of time, so you contract your QA department a lot of the times. Sometimes they don't even contract their QA department. They hire a QA company to do it for them. This is what happened with Cyberpunk. So, contracted workers are not a problem in the industry. Now, contracted workers could be a problem in the industry if they're always sort of cyclically being thrown out like that. It could really, really start to hurt your talent pool. It could start to hurt your talent pool because they get burned out and leave the industry. 
like you could burn your talent pool out by constantly being like contracted for 22 months we're done with you woof and you throw them out right that could that could burn that could burn that talent pool up but that that's harder to measure it's easier to measure yep every 18 months we got people walking out the door god howard hitting a 6 month milestone as a member if you guys have never done a membership before on youtube consider doing it consider doing it uh what's our what's our what's our eta on that on uh, on that vid creech it's still looking kind of uh <clears throat> on it's just nothing um my uh windows closing here talent is an asset op uh, apparently microsoft doesn't value it sony does the results in this product tell the story burnout in tech no that never happens the long-term contract workers take time off when the work is done surely or support other games um we've got a guy here as he's a member of our community and he says going contract to contract can actually be very stressful give me five yeah 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 you're uh you're getting caught up in the discussion and i'm looking at the back end i'm like um (laughs) i'm looking at the back end of my uh theory since the economy since the economy is going to get tough they might be laying them off since starfield's almost done and microsoft's pinching pennies how is starfield in trouble i heard it mainly affected 343 i i actually think starfield's in trouble for different reasons portal player i think this puts too much stress on starfield to to i think this is going to make them too much of a center stage flagship more than they already were because i think people are going to start looking at halo as like nah, halo's out of the frame halo's dead I think Halo Infinite's dead, personally. And I think the morale kill, the the um the shift in the in the the disturbance in the force that this is gonna cause at Bethesda, I think actually is bad for Starfield and Redfall. Starfield and Redfall are close to the finish line. I don't think they're gonna be ramifications. Like, I don't think if Starfield launches like late this year, we could be like, yep, it was delayed because of the layoffs. No, I think it was delayed be- before the layoffs. Right, I I think Starfield's release date's November, but I also think that like post support of of Redfall and Starfield, sure, yeah, they're in trouble. Why? They got to abide by these these contract policies, and look what it did to Halo. Anything under Microsoft's ownership right now, I'm concerned about. I get your position on this, Lono, but if somebody said it's a simple market correction to staffing size at Microsoft, I could believe that too. Here's the thing, Zubair. I don't think the layoffs are the focal point of my stream today. The main thing I set my sights on was this provoked all of the former 343 employees to grant me, and I told you so. I mainly focused on the contract. I mainly focused on what the Sid 343 and Halo Infinite. That's my focal point. And it's like, okay, fine. Do your layoffs, do your market corrections. But look at what this did. It's a it's it's allowing more cracks in the surface of how you treat your companies, how you treat your game properties, and I'm saying slow the frick down. Every game under Microsoft ownership is in trouble. Every single one. Because now we have more evidence, more testimony against the policies and against what it did to 343 and Halo Infinite. So yeah, I'm concerned about Starfield, Redfall. I'm concerned about Fallout 5 and Elder Scrolls 6 way out in the distant future. I'm concerned about the next Gears of War. I'm concerned about Hellblade 2. Anything under Microsoft's ownership is concerning at this point. 
This all the layoffs did was provoke public outcry, which a lot of people suddenly started saying, "Oh yeah, I I I hated working there. I loved the project. It was one of my favorite jobs, but oh my gosh, it was so horrible. Constantly watching people leave, like it exposed." what we've been trying to shed a light on for months now. We just, like, we just covered this about Fable. And I got told I was just being a hater. Fable's fine. Fable's fine. It's marketing people running content creators. It's just a bad idea. Marketing people running content creators? Just a bad idea? I'm not sure what 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 are you saying with that sentence. ABK has 10,000 employees. I think that number gets trimmed after they get acquired. Oh, for sure. If if the Xbox Activision deal goes through, oh yeah. You'll see entire, you'll see the smallest studios, smallest IPs shuttered like that. Don't doubt it for a minute. Don't doubt it for a minute. I think that's like, that's like one of the first orders of business. How's it? Clickbait? Wait, someone's accusing me of clickbait? Where? Where? Who? If you feel their gaming division is on shaky ground, in turn, how does it make you feel about Phil Spencer as head of Xbox? I feel like Phil Spencer needs to go to Microsoft and be like, we need to have a frank conversation about what, what we just got more, more narrative for. More narrative out there about. Like, here we go. Got more people talking about our contract policies. We got more people talking about why Halo turned out so bad. Our flagship titles getting the snap, getting the snot beat out of it. I'm a longtime Xbox main. I can't even defend the crap that they've been pulling lately. It's embarrassing, says Greg. Is this clickbait? If it's clickbait, then leave. You clicked. You didn't get what you wanted. Then so leave. I mean, I, again, I, I just think anybody who clicks on a stream like this to discuss what's going on with, with, with Halo and what's going on with Starfield and what's going on with the layoffs and you're like, this is clickbait? Well, then leave. Like, I don't, You're stupid if you continue to stay here if you think this is clickbait. Can't blame a man for trying to get people to click on his video. But clickbait means I lied in my thumbnail or my title. Like, you clicked and didn't get what you were promised. Like, that's not what has happened here. It's just, it, it like... Anytime somebody says clickbait, they're just showing themselves to be a child. Like, they don't have the brain power to come up with anything to say. So they're like, well, I know clickbait's like a dirty word to say about YouTubers. Like, ask them to define it. They probably couldn't even define it. Oh, this is clickbait? Can you define clickbait? What's to clickbait mean? I'm surprised they can spell it. Bill Spencer's track record pre-Xbox Studios and pre-CEO does not amount to a lot. I hope Joseph Staten or Joseph Staten works with Matt Booty because right now they need help. Yeah, I mean, I, I have no reason to think that, that Phil Spencer deserves any blame here. I'm dead serious. I don't see how you connect lines to be like, oh, this is on Phil Spencer. Like, oh, okay, what are we hearing about what happened at 343? We've heard that the leadership was terrible, right? This guy here, he formerly worked at 343. I think he's at Respawn now. The reason for both of these things is incompetent leadership up top during Halo Infinite development. And then he also talks about, uh, where is it? Right here. The contract stuff is a whole can of worms. 
so many amazing people and talent just disappeared. You see what I'm saying? So like, leadership at 343 and the contract policy from Microsoft, how can you lay any of that at Phil Spencer's feet? I, I don't see how you can. The Microsoft policy is completely out of his hands, and if leadership at 343 was mismanaging the project, I mean, what's Phil supposed to do? Live at 343 Studios and keep an eye on everything? Like, Bonnie Ross is gone. Many people thought that she was part of the problem. Her her whole, oh, I'm leaving to focus on family health issue, that was a cover story. They let her go. That was a restructuring of management. That, that, that come on. You, she does that, and then they immediately have people to replace her? What? Oh, and by the way, a couple months later, Joseph Staten's leaving, uh, and and uh, and we're and we're we're laying off a bunch of people on the campaign team, and uh, get out of here. They let her go. Like, I was really impressed with the Paramount Halo TV series being quite good. Oh gosh, I that thing got shredded. That thing did not do well at all. Honestly, the people saying clickbait didn't even read the title. They saw Starfield and clicked hoping for positive news. Not gonna lie, I I subbed because this man keeps it real and the copium under control. Listen, Limitless Gaming, I absolutely take that compliment to heart. I appreciate you saying that. I was talking about that with my producer last night, and I was like, I think we can stand to gain a ton of support because people are tired of the BS. They're tired of the fanboy Xbox channels just shoveling lies out into the ether. They're like, I'm sick of this. I want somebody to just tell it how it is. I don't like this, right? I, I've, I've taken Sony to task recently in, in some of my streams. Things that I don't like. Things that I don't like that they're doing. Things that I want to see them change, update, or fix. So it's like, I love that people can see through the fandom and they're like, this guy's just telling it how it is. Like He's, he's not a fanboy of either side. Like, yeah, we make everybody mad. That's right. That's our policy. Creatures like, I just want to start making friends. Can we can we can we do content that makes us friends? And I'm like, this is, right? This is a way to make friends. I think people are going to start to say, "Man, I've been watching this Pro Xbox channel for a long time and they just they they always spin it." They they always spin it. They always twist it. They're always they're always manipulating things. You know what I'm saying? Yo, what's good and your mama knows? Clickbait would be Halo was just cancelled. Right. Halo and I'm late. What's the deal with Starfield and Halo Infinite? I have very big concerns for both Halo and Starfield in light of the information that we've received, not necessarily pertaining to the layoffs. The layoffs have been a wonderful catalyst to more people speaking out about the, the nature of working under the contractual policies of Microsoft. We have way more people coming out that worked at 343 and worked on Halo and they're like, bro, this, this cannot continue. This, this cannot continue. Like, this is why the game is so bad. Right? I agree. Personally, I think those Xbox channels and how they conduct themselves on socials is part of the problem. Fanboy culture has gotten so bad. Grown men acting like high schoolers and mudslinging and lying. Who would you put the blame on? I think it always starts at the top. It always starts at the top. Like, if you really want to go at Phil Spencer and be like, he's responsible, it starts at the top. He has a boss. 
They have a boss. They have a boss. They have a boss. They have a boss. Boss, 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 boss. This is a Microsoft corporate issue. This is how they treat their property and their employees. Right? Studio is their version of OBS. I just need a stream key. I don't know how I get a stream key. I would love to have a stream key so that I could look at my Sony camera instead of my iPhone camera and and talk to everybody. That's what I want. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, if you're going to look at film, like, this is Phil Spencer's fault. It's like, what? Like, no. Like, it, it, like and if you're going to try to say it starts at the top, it starts at the top. Okay, well, then go to the top. My, Microsoft was sued like 10 or 11 years ago for miscategorizing their employees so that they did not have to pay them benefits. And then they made it a company-wide policy. They made it a company-wide policy to not allow contracted workers to exceed 18 months, and then they can't come back and work again for another six months. And when they do that, it's because they don't have to pay them benefits. Now, if that's some line-item profit-generating thing, fine. Go for it, man. Like, if that's what you want to do, fine. But it's affecting... All of the game studios under their ownership at this point. Listen, listen. Do you honestly think that everything we've heard about 343, Jason Schreier says half the staff's on contracts, every 18 months they're walking out the door, it was detrimental to the project. And then we're hearing the same thing about Fable, and you're like, Fable's fine. Fable's fine. They... La 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 la. They killed Halo Infinite with the contract policy. Everybody that worked there is now weighing in on Twitter. A lot of them now work at other companies like Respawn. These seem like really trustworthy people. They're just making that up. Uh, la, 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 la. I don't, I don't want to see this. No, 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 no. Hey, no Fable's fine. Fable's fine. Uh, uh, all these other properties are going to be fine. Uh, it's not a problem. Wake up, man. Like, Microsoft is the issue. It's not, um, it's not Phil Spencer's fault. I have my cameras on a timer, uh, and now your mama knows. It's a it's a plug-in. It's a plug-in called Advanced Scene Switcher that I use. I set a timer. We're in this frame for 20 seconds, I think. We're in the main frame for three minutes. We feel like that just has a nice, I don't know, it's a cool studio vibe. You know, makes it feel like you're watching something production and I can just sit and talk I don't have to I don't have to do it now when I'm going and going and going and I'm ranting and raving and I'm like if I'm talking halo and I'm like blah 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 halo this halo that I just did that with my hand right on my stream deck like oh the future of halo is unknown and we don't know what's gonna happen is halo infinite dead there's no real way to know I do that with my uh, stream deck I have it framed up so I can do that and then I have a separate frame if I want to react to an article or react to tweets this is a completely separate built scene so that I can just like scroll through an article and not have a bunch of ads showing up uh, or or when I'm looking at these tweets so a little behind the scenes that's how I do it pretty cool I like it thank you he's revealing the magic of the process it ruins it <laughs> uh Alex is 100%. When he had that talk back in 2016 with Satya, he should have brought up studio culture if he's so intrinsic to the studios. If he didn't mention it, then it would he's part of the issue. 
Right. So what I would say to that is, I agree with that, Alex. That would be the point is, has Phil done everything he can to bring this to Microsoft and say, okay, listen, the Microsoft layoffs, that's that's an economic course correction. This is This is something that happens, okay? Microsoft has doubled in size over the last decade. Employee count went from about 100,000 employees to 220,000 employees. Let's forget about the layoffs for a second. They mushroomed to be to, to be so big. You you can't you can't stay that size and that growth pattern. You're going to have to trim the fat eventually and the bubble burst, okay? You know, they're growing and growing and growing and growing and we're about to go into a recession, so they're preparing for it. Now, we can argue according to the Stanford research that we looked at about the efficacy of layoffs. And do they actually work and do they actually help? You know, it's demonstrable in the market that when everybody else is doing a layoff, companies do it as a form of social contagion and imitation. It's imitated behavior. Oh, they're doing layoffs. We should do layoffs because it does in the immediate future affect profit margins, which affects fiduciary duty to shareholders and C-suite bonuses and, and payouts. Okay. In the immediate future, we see that happening, but we also see it being demonstrable in the market that when everybody else is laying off and you don't lay off, you can you can actually profit from it. Southwest did this when everybody was, you know, shrinking. They didn't. They didn't lay off and they survived, right? There are four lights! That's right. So, so, set all that aside, right? Set all that aside. If, if Phil Spencer is not consistently saying that to Microsoft, then I think Halo is on the ground as a casualty of war. It's dead because of the contractual policy, right? And then, and then, you also have all future titles underneath that shadow. Starfield, Redfall, Fallout 6, Elder Scrolls 6, Hellblade 2, the next Gears game, Fable. All these games are underneath that policy. So, all the layoffs have done is expose what we've been talking about since Halo Infinite. We've been trying to do an autopsy on Halo Infinite, and we've consistently said, it's on the contracts, man. It's on the contracts. This is a cultural problem. This is a corporate problem. This is a production problem. Right? Don't even respond to those people. It's the same guy. It's the, it's the same guy, Gwendolyn. He's just going to keep making accounts and doing it. It's the only way he can get a response from me now. So when people just come in and say that, we're just going to insta-ban them. And if we and if you guys ignore them, then it'll it'll frustrate them. Crackdown 3 had tons of contract work with Sumo Digital, among other devs. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about Crackdown 3. Another another winning first-party property that promised us so, so much. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, at a certain point, you have to ask, is, is, it, is it all these studios are just inept and terrible, or is this an endemic problem? Is this an endemic problem at the, stu- at the company? You know what I mean? Is it an endemic problem? Like, are we going to turn around in four or five years and be like, yep, another another, another dead franchise, man. Fable fell flat on its face. <laughs> What's Halo? Can that translate over to development teams? Engineering does that for retainment. There are contracted managed services that are excluded from the 18-month rule. No, the Microsoft policy is company-wide. It's company-wide. Any company under Microsoft ownership. That shirt's dope. AF, by the way. Thank you, Mike, on the mic. 
If you guys ever like my shirt, support our, our shirt partners. This is from 80s Tees. There's a link below, or you can use the shirt command in chat. Into the AM has reached out to me. We'll be doing some more stuff with them this year. So we'll have we'll have new shirts from Into the AM very soon, hopefully. <clears throat> As we were talking about this 18-month contracts on games that take several years to complete makes absolutely no sense. Right. We've continued to say that one of the issues that I think gets lost in this shuffle is Microsoft's policy probably works just fine in the software side of things. But when you go to the creative side of things, you can't be doing this. You can't be having your talent and your vision disrupted. Also, having people coming in and working on like Microsoft Office or an OS is different than having somebody come in and be like, oh, I'm not familiar with your Slipspace engine. I'm not familiar with your creation engine. I'm not familiar with your Forza Tech engine. And you got to train them on your engine. And that's a part of the onboarding process that slows everything down. Every time somebody leaves you lose all of that investment in that employee quick question did you watch the last episode no I'm gonna binge it right now we have Paramount Plus and my wife and I are working through all the Star Trek stuff and then we'll cancel that and pick up HBO once the, once the season's over and we'll just binge it what's up today Miss Hogwarts stream yesterday yeah the Hogwarts stream yesterday was bonkers it was really really fun super fun today was sick where is it where is it where is it there it is I always thought it was called space engine no slip space no why would they call it that (laughs) why would they call it that that doesn't make any sense Bill Spencer and Matt Booty are former developers it's not marketing people running content creators Just got HBO to watch it. Is this accurate or taken out of context? Here's a reminder that following the Sony acquisition of Bungie, they spent $1 billion to retain Bungie employee services. This is one example of how much PlayStation cares for creativity and talent, which is reflected in their well-deserved critical and commercial acclaim. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It makes sense when you're buying a company to say, hey, we'll spend some extra to keep the company intact I don't know if I want to look at that and be like look how kind and generous Sony is like you gotta be careful not to read something through a fandom lens I think you could make a case that that's more about we're buying this company and we want to protect that investment right if I'm gonna buy a football team and I need to spend a little bit extra so I don't lose significant players and coaches. That's me just protecting my investment. Does that make sense? Like I, I can't look at that and be like, look, just look at how pure and awesome Sony is. Like you guys know I like Sony, but that's a, that's a little bit of a, uh, that's a super charitable read. It's, look, if we're going to spend this much, think of it this way. Have you ever bought something and then you do the warranty because it's like 20 bucks and you're like, well, I'm spending $300. At this point, what's another 20 bucks just in case, right? Recap, please. So if you're not aware, there was 10,000 employees laid off across Microsoft, which is not as alarming as is what happened in the aftermath. 
many former employees took to Twitter to talk about how the contractual policies of Microsoft are acidic to the process. Basically, a bunch of ex-employee devs that now work for like Respawn and stuff spoke out. And I've continued to try to draw attention to that. I don't think Microsoft's corporate policy about 18-month contracts is conducive to development and creativity. And it makes me concerned about all future titles under their ownership, like Fable or any of the other titles coming from Bethesda after Starfield and Redfall. Hey, what's good, Doc Dark? Guys, if you don't follow this guy, you should. There's levels to this. I love this guy. He has great content. We reacted to one of his videos. There are people that hang out with him that hang out here. Uh, 809 Lion hangs out over there. And Now Your Mama Knows hangs out over there. I've been keeping my eyes open for other, other videos to react to. This guy, you guys would like this guy. He said the other day, 30 FPS is not next gen. I was like, tell him, tell him, Doc. Tell him. It's not. You quit defending 30 FPS. What is this? People preemptively. You see them out there, right? Tell me you don't. Tell me you don't, Doc. You see these guys out there preemptively defending 30 FPS because they're like worried that Starfield is gonna is gonna be 30. <laughs> you guys gotta check him out. He, he's he's got good content. He's got good energy. He's good people. I gotta do it. I gotta have him on a show. We gotta have you on a show, man. You gotta come on. You gotta come on here on a Friday. On Fridays around noon Eastern, I do a show with my boy uh, Thirty and So Gaming, longtime friend of mine. We gotta have you on. We gotta have you on. It'd be good. Uh, Sony Bungie is next best bet. Well, I mean, the the thing that I like about the Sony Bungie deal is it's going to empower Sony to make good live service games. Because say what you want about Bungie and Destiny, they they've got good data and good stats on live service. They know how to do it. They're the most successful live service game. Not the most. They're one of the most successful live service games to date. Look how long their game has lasted. What are they? Uh, what next year? Next year will be a decade if Destiny makes it to twenty uh, twenty twenty four. That's a decade. I'm down, man. Let me. Yeah, if 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 Friday's noon Eastern works for you, just just ping me in a DM and just pick a Friday. You just pick one, and I'll just have you on. This Friday would be really good to have you on, because you're all about that Xbox, and I would love to know what you think of this. Like, what do you think of these three four three devs speaking out, man? <laughs> What's this mean for other titles? You know what I'm saying? That could be good. That could be a good show. Because this week, it's going to be on everybody's mind. You know? My understanding is that some of the makers are trying to stay more order-based, but domestic makers like... Uh, oh, you guys are talking about cars. I was like, what? Buick? Sony tried to buy Digital Extremes, Creator of Warframe, but they were outbid, so they went to Bungie. Who bought Digital Extremes, then? Who outbid them? When did they get purchased? That would be a god-tier stream. Yeah, I would enjoy that a lot. I'll let you know. I'll hit your DM. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. As as far as I can tell, you have like a you have like a regular, traditional. Well, you have a job outside of YouTube, so I get schedule conflicts. You know, we'll make it work. We'll figure something out. Even if we have to record it and do it as an upload, uh, I do that here as well. Like React content, Premiere content. I got one today for you guys about Sekiro. I got uh, Sekiro. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Jedi Survivor should be more like Sekiro. It's crazy that in 2021, Xbox was on a high with Game Pass, and all you heard was Game Pass's best value in gaming, and now it's bad news after bad news. Crazy, right? 
even even that and now your mama knows i've been arguing that microsoft needs to foster a culture of purchase because you still need to sell games like you can't lean on game pass especially when they admitted that game pass is only going to amount to like 15 percent of the gaming division's profit or revenue every year like was it 15 percent of the profit or the revenue in any case 15 percent right you need to foster purchases and i think they're going to do that right hey master class good to see you they're going to do that I think in a really creative way. Play it day and date on Game Pass. So you'll be able to play Starfield day and date on Game Pass. Same with Redfall, right? Or you can play it early if you buy the deluxe edition. So they're actually going to foster a culture of purchase and they're going to do it in conjunction and in tandem with Game Pass. That's brilliant. At, At one level, I think that that's brilliant. Doc's one of the most self aware and honest creators out there. That's why I reacted to his video. Like, I get told all the time I'm a fanboy, and I'm like, okay, I do lean one way, but I'm not a fanboy. And I could tell he leaned one way, but was also not a fanboy. It's like, he's like, listen, man, I love y'all, but cut the crap. Whoa, Brody, put a disco in the room over here on the tick. That's a, that's crazy. I've never seen that over here. Thank you. That's that, He says, hey, nerds, love you. Good to see you, Lono. Got a surprise. Forgot to announce me joining. Thank you so much, man. You think Bungie dropped Halo for Destiny 2? They didn't drop Halo for Destiny 2. Bungie dropped Halo for Destiny as a franchise. You know what I'm saying? It's a bit strange he is blowing up now because of what he did at the Game Wars. Of course he is. He's capitalizing on it. People should stop interviewing him. Wouldn't be able to say day one on Game Pass then, so I doubt it. Yes, they will. Yes, they will, Controller Sports. Listen, listen, listen to me. They're already doing it with Redfall, my friend. They're already doing it with Redfall. Play it day one on Game Pass, or play it early if you buy the Deluxe Edition. They set a release date, and then you get early access on a on a on a on a uh, on a Deluxe Edition, homie. It's already happening. That I'm. Microsoft cannot do that. You can't just always give away your first first party property. You got you gotta have people buying it. Doc Dark is a buster and he's lucky I allowed him to hang around on YouTube. I'm Doc Kryptonite. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I love how crazy tick streams are. Yeah, over here on the tick, the ticky tock. Early access eighty nine ninety nine. Right. Day one is the earliest date in my book. Okay, that's fine. But does your is your book the book? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying, bro? Like, if they set a release date and then they give people early access, I, I'm I'm with you. On print in in principle, I'm with you. But it's what's happening, my friend. Diablo Four is doing it. Seventy two hours early access. Uh, uh Hogwarts Legacy is doing it. 72 hours of early access that's the new standard if you pre-order if you spend more money you get in three days early that's the new standard I, that, that they're, they're gonna do it on game pass they did it for redfall I think that's what they will continue to do in the future which is fine by me yeah you still get the value on game pass you still get the game on its release date right there no problem you want to play it early well pay up right I wish I had the self-esteem to declare the world should live by my book. <laughs> they did it with Forza. Yeah, they did it with Forza. That's right. It's, this is this is the this is the pattern going forward. This is the way. 
This is the way. This is the way they balance the value of Game Pass while also fostering a culture of purchase. Did it with Forza Horizon 5. Yeah. Listen, I know people gave Sony crap for the trials, but I'm telling you, that's got to be coming. That's got to be coming. Because then you can approach a really big third-party company and say, we have 25 million people on Game Pass that can try your game out day one if you give them a three-hour trial. And we've, we've, we've seen an increase in purchases when we do that. Like, people could play Horizon Forbidden West for five hours on, on PlayStation Plus Premium. How many people do you think did that and bought it? A ton. You get that far in the game, all that sunk cost, you want to keep going, right? That's a great offer to third-party, you know, games. Say, hey, listen, listen. We know that, you know, day one sales are really important for you. Let's put you on a staggered thing. For, for, for two months, we'll have you on a trial. People can try your game out on Game Pass. And in two months, we'll throw you on Game Pass. Here's how much money we'll give you. And Microsoft and that developer can recoup costs. Well, Microsoft can recoup the costs a whole lot easier because if the people are trying out the game for a couple of hours and then buying it, they're making money back on the investment. I'm telling you, that's more appealing to a third-party dev than going on Game Pass for a lump sum and having 25 million people that don't have to buy your game. Beyond that, I feel like any inevitable launch bugs that are present will be much easier to squash by Game Pass launch. Well, I mean, maybe. Three days isn't much. Three days isn't much. Usually there's a day one patch plan. Usually there's a day one patch plan. I don't think that early access is enough of a selling point that it's going to tempt people off the Game Pass funnel. No way you're going to tempt someone who has Game Pass to pay full price for a game. I'll tell you how you do it, Corey. Give them a discount. Hey, you got Game Pass? Oh yeah, this Ultimate Edition, $89.99? Nah. Nah, it's like 15 bucks off, 12 bucks off for you. There you go. Get in here. Give them a discount. Ooh! That was a big neck pop. FOMO. Fear of missing out and a discount? Undefeated. Undefeated psychological motivators, dude. A discount and FOMO. Bing, bing, gotta have it now. Click. There's a big yellow badge saying I get a discount because I'm on Game Pass. They did it for me. I tried a couple of days. If I like it, I buy it. Mm -hmm. Discount equal to subscription price. (laughs) Uh. Hey, bro, what do you think about the actual box? Do you feel like they aren't paying enough attention to Series X owners? I just want to see the power. Ooh. I know you like the Series S, Doc. I am known for my concern about the Series S. I have been I have been quoted at saying that the Series S is a self-made Trojan horse. It has less memory than the Xbox One X. Um, I think a Series X is an awesome machine. I do. I love it. I love playing games on it. I think it's powerful. It's a powerhouse. And if devs are always having to optimize for the Series S, man, I'm worried. I'm like, bro, this thing... I started telling people, I think third-party devs will skip it. I think third-party devs are going to try to skip the Series S. There's been multiple devs that have already spoke out about the Series S, and Microsoft responded to complaints about memory bottlenecks and tried to open up more memory to people. And if you look at the floor, 
the floor of tech's already moving up on memory. Hogwarts Legacy PC specs minimums like a 16 gig of RAM, and then you got Forspoken. Now, Forspoken's really poorly optimized, but Forspoken's pushing the memory floor as well. If that memory floor is already going up on games right now, and that's the bottleneck for the Series S, I think two things are super important right now. Number one, if we get a mid-gen upgrade for the PlayStation 5, like a PlayStation 5 Pro or an Xbox Series X Pro, we need more memory. It's so clear the trajectory, the trajectory of the min floor is is memories going up. So we're going to need more memory in a PS5 Pro whenever that gets announced and comes out. Same thing for an Xbox Series X Pro. And what are you going to do with the Series S? I, I just, I'm like, what are you going to do with that thing? It's amazing that you were able to sell that console at the price that you sold it at, but its saturation in the market has surpassed the Series X. And it's, it's, it's a bottlenecked box. It's ah, uh, I'm, I'm I've been telling folks that that thing is a problem. This thing, this this thing is a problem. Yeah, Returnal 32 gig. Oh, Reth- Returnal's a port. That's weird, isn't it? You port from PlayStation 5 and ask for more memory than the PlayStation 5 has. I, I don't know. Maybe that's just because they're worried about SSDs and data controllers not being as as smooth as PlayStation 5s. I I don't know. This is a great stream. Thank you. Lono, they have discounts on Game Pass content now, and it's not helping their software sales. We don't know that. Are there reports that indicate that? We're seeing constantly any game that goes in the Game Pass funnel is also uh, that is also on any other platform. I'm talking... Hang on a minute, Corey. Let me add some more depth to what I'm saying. A big game like Starfield, I think you will see people do it. Big first-party titles is what I'm talking about, Corey. The Series S is going to be a streaming box. I've gotten so much hate for talking about the Series S before. Okay, okay. I've been told that, Doc. I've been told that. Thank you, Tattoos, for 16 months of membership and a member plus. Welcome back. Been meaning to get this up for like two weeks. Welcome back, my friend. Okay, I've been told that. It's going to be a streaming box, okay? I want you to put yourself in the shoes of third-party devs. Do you think third-party devs who are pushing high-fidelity graphics, increased hardware requirements, increased performance, are they going to want to put their game on the cloud? That's the question. Like, The question is the perception of a third-party developer that's making a game. Like, Look at the graphical fidelity of like Final Fantasy XVI. Look at, the, look at what people are pushing for in next games. Like, We, we haven't even seen Spider-Man 2 yet, right? So those are games that are first-party to Sony third-party devs are going to be doing the same thing they're going to be pushing for high levels of graphical fidelity and performance are they going to want their game on the cloud the cloud is the future no internet infrastructure is too far behind i don't think so i think cloud has a future but i just don't know how can cloud have a future with it with the western infrastructure being so far behind like upstream and downstream is just not there cloud's only good if you can have a very very good internet connection a very good internet connection and even then you're still dealing with latency over here on the TikTok, I still wonder if Xbox will ever bring out an actual streaming stick. Oh, it got it got uh, killed. They couldn't get the streaming dongle price line. Was it one ninety nine that they were shooting for? They wanted to keep it under one ninety nine, and they couldn't do it. They killed that project. So, if clouds the future, oh, they killed that project. Now they're trying to put Game Pass in televisions like Samsung. So that's good for their ecosystem growth. 
but infrastructure is the bottleneck the internet infrastructure is the bottleneck of making cloud feel good and look good oh they couldn't get it to below 100 I thought it was 129 they couldn't get the price point down to 129 that's a really good point man I never thought of it like that explain more if you can yeah so this we, we uh, where did we cover this recently mm. there was an article that talked about Microsoft struggling with third party relationships and mainly they struggle with JRPGs, Japanese companies, and that's something that Phil Spencer has said that they're working on, right? They want to they have more of those relationships. They want those third-party relationships. They want those third-party games. So the concern would be if those third-party games want to push the envelope with their technology, that's a big selling point. Uh, Yoshi P was recently quoted as saying, Final Fantasy 16 is going to really display the power of the PS5. Uh, people that were upset about not being able to play it, he was like, buy a PS5. He <laughs> was like, want to play our game, buy a PS5. I'm paraphrasing. But I think when you have franchises of that size and notoriety doing that, I think that causes reverberations in the market. Other companies are going to say, yeah, we need to do that, we need to do that. In fact, recently I talked about how multi-platform failings of games like Gotham Knights, Plague Tale Requiem, and even Forspoken I think is going to run pretty poorly. I think that that puts more emphasis on first-party games being amazing. That also poses a problem to Xbox because that means they're first-party titles. Like One of my theories about the Starfield delay is that they're trying to optimize it for the Series S. And if you look at the draw distance and the performance of Starfield, if you if you look at the you know the, the, if you look at the type of game they're trying to build here, it really makes you wonder: Is the Series S a potential problem for this game's performance? Are we going to have that Cyberpunk effect, where Cyberpunk landed on the old platforms and it murdered its PR because it ran so poorly there? Well, what if Cyberpunk runs poorly on its 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 first party platform? Like if it runs poorly on the Series S, so. excuse me that's why I say it's a self-made Trojan horse looks great super affordable saturation's amazing Series S is doing awesome yeah man it's great and then in the middle of the night that thing's gonna bust open and be like surprise mother and then all of a sudden we're gonna be saying oh my gosh third party devs are skipping the, the, the Xbox ecosystem even more now because they don't want their game to be on cloud or um, first party developers struggling to get games to run well on the Series S like even recently uh, look at the commentary from the developers on Evil West Evil West they, they basically said and I quote paraphrase but also sort of direct quote we did everything we could to get 60 FPS they couldn't do it so evil, evil West chips, evil West chips. Ooh, thank you, Mama. Don't come in here, don't come in here making fun of me, babe. Don't do that. Listen, listen. It no, don't come in here. Get out of here, boy, boy. It's such a great point, man. I may make a video talking about this. You mind? You got me thinking. Uh, you need to clip this and make it a video. Pfft. Homie, we've been talking about this for so long. Make the video. Do it. Do it. And then come on the show and let's talk it out. I would love that. That'd be amazing. It would be. We talk about this all the time. I talk about this all the time. I get told I'm a hater, but I'm like, I don't know, man. Series S is a problem. Give me a second. I got to thank my wife for bringing my lunch. 
That's fine. Grab the biscuits. I need gravy. We've had so many ass discussions. We're leaning now more into opinion. So, like, we, we used to just primarily, like, grab the news and try to talk about it. Now I'm trying to lean more heavily into opinion pieces. Some of it actually is quite literally because of Doc. I was watching his videos and I just said something to Creature. I was like, I just want to do videos like that. My man just boots up and just says what he wants to say. And Creature's like, what's stopping you from doing that? Just do it. Like, obviously grab relevant titles and things that are happening. Like, don't don't go opinionated about 10-year-old games. But, like, just like, do it. So we leaned heavily into opinion the last couple of weeks. And we have been sitting on a Series S video. We've been sitting on it. We're like, let's just wait, let's just wait, let's just wait. I've been sitting on a 30 FPS Starfield debate stream, just sitting on it. Ah, we'll do that one day. We'll do that one day, right? Evil West is not 60 FPS. Not on the Xbox Series S, it's not. Xbox Series S, they couldn't get it to 60. It runs at 30. A console that said, you know, it'd be able to hit 1440 and 120. Well, they can hit 120 with FPS boost on really old games, but you have brand new games coming out struggling to hit 60. A lot of the times, the Series S to even hit 60 FPS, they run dynamic 1080. That means that 1080, an old-gen resolution, and that's dynamic. Like, that's not even... That, dynamic meaning it doesn't even maintain 1080. $5 tip uh, from Ann... Ann for what? You, you have to use vowels! Uh, my cousin bought an S for Hogwarts Legacy... She's new to gaming. I'm wondering how it'll run. Very interested in, yes, because Hogwarts delayed old gen release, I think, to avoid bad PR. I think Hogwarts Legacy is going to struggle on the old gen, and I think we're going to see some evidence of that as well on the S because of the memory bottleneck. Got to get back to work. Great stream. I'll hit you up in the DMs. All right, Doc. Good to see you. Good to see you. Um, okay. Guys, I need your help with something. We hit the member goal, we sold coffee, we had an amazing day, but I got something for you. I am arguing that Jedi Survivor needs to be more like Sekiro. I didn't think that the first game was like Sekiro enough, and I've got a video for you arguing that. I'm going to send you to it. I need you to support it. If you're a member, that video is going to end as a premiere, and it's going to kick you over to members only, so we can hang out and talk about it. All right? we can hang out and we can talk about uh, this video that I'm sending you to right now. Let me change the, 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 the time so nobody freaks out and says, oh my gosh, it's going to be an hour. There we go. Alright? I'm going to put a link in chat. Do me a favor. Support this video. Hang out for the premiere. Could I get 11 more likes on this video? Could we get 500 likes? Come on. Smash the like button before we head over to this video. There's 500 people here right now. There's 500 people here. Click the link in chat, or you can ride the redirect. When that video's done premiering, if you're a member, come and talk to me. Let's debate it. Let's discuss it. Let's talk about all the things happening in the gaming world, but that's just for members. So this premiere's going live as soon as you guys all get over there. Thanks for a killer day, killer discussions. There is no second live show today, so I'll be hanging out with members instead. Uh, This was the big story. This thing kind of cannibalized everything. All right? So... Jedi Survivor should be more like Sekiro. If you're hanging out on the Tiki Talk, come over to Reforge Gaming on YouTube if you want to watch this video, if you want to support, and if you want to become a member, it's only $5. Click the join button or the dollar sign. Become a member so you can keep the conversation going after this premiere. All right? All right. I'll see you guys over there in the premiere.